for this? Coming at you from Wicked Big Studios in Peabody, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, buckle up, because you're in the happy hour with your boy. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Happy Hour. Guys, I'm really amped up tonight, and I'll tell you why. We are recording live the Happy Hour King Hat podcast here on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network, as well as Twitch TV, the Happy Hour SC, and the Happy Hour Social Club.com. Guys, I am really amped up for everyone to be here, and that is because we are having our annual. Guys, it only happens once a year, but I'll tell you what. It is our annual fantasy football preview, and I'll tell you what, guys, I am so amped up for for it, and I'll tell you, I just wanted to let you guys know that our fantasy football preview is being brought to you by our friends at Old School Labs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Old School Labs is the official supplement provider to the Happy Hour Social Club, and I'll tell you guys what, you can save 15% site-wide with promo code KINGHAP. Guys, Old School Labs has the most delicious proteins and the most effective supplements for you and me you don't need to be a bodybuilder to do these you're not going to scratch your skin off using a pre-workout get on over there get the supplements that work for your average people like myself and you oldschoollabs.com promo code king hat also being brought to you today by our friends at Recess. Ladies and gentlemen, take a recess.com, promo code KINGHAP, saves you 15% site-wide there as well. And I'll tell you what, this is the greatest all- of a mood-altering drink. Should you be taking a break from alcoholic beverages, you know, I-, I mean, you guys can go ahead and take a recess with you somewhere, boom. It gives you that euphoria that you desire without the alcohol effect and also without the calories, guys. Re- take a recess.com, promo code KINGHAP, save 15% site-wide. And I'll tell you guys, when I talk fantasy, there's no one I like to have with me more than a man who is the co-host on Wednesday nights on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network. Also, the Happy Hour Sports Spin on Thursday nights on the happyhoursocialclub.com and Twitch TV, the Happy Hour SC. We're bringing them to you live all the way from Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Taco. Mr. T, what's up? You pity the fool? <laughs> What's up, Hap? It's always a blessing to be here. It's another great Wednesday night for the happy hour. I'm loving on football right around the corner, baby. One more preseason week and we're there. Yes, sir. Uh, this is going to be a fun, fun show, and I'm looking really been looking forward to it all day. What's up, boys and girls? Nice to see everyone here. Three Ps. Love you, man. Bond Dog, nice to see you, brother. Silva, eh, I love you, but, you know, I hate you too. So <laughs> you're the best, man. If nice you guys- to see everyone here. Another great night on the happy hour. And if you guys are listening on the uh, podcast and you see Taco talking, what he's doing is he's talking to the VIP chat room, guys. Get over to happyhoursocialclub.com and happyhoursc on Twitch TV. But Taco, uh, one thing I wanted to go ahead and throw at you, there's been a lot of movement this year. I know that last year I was uh, two you know, uh, two different leagues I was crowd champion in, but I'll tell you, there's been a lot of movement in the leagues and uh, you know, even with the Happy Hour Social Club uh, championship, complete redraft, so you're starting over from scratch. I wonder in my head, you know, I know that you're ramped up you got a good pick going on but uh your thoughts here as you move into the season i mean a lot of a lot of cards in the deck have been shuffled when it comes to players people like you know aj brown going to philadelphia you know uh debo samuel resigning with san fran which is big for them uh new quarterback in san fran i mean there's been a lot of lot of moving parts I, I, are you amped up to see this or are you nervous that you might see uh some some new people pop out of the woodworks and some other people take a step back Hell no, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, there's been a lot of great additions to a lot of good teams that uh, just got better. Uh, the Chargers being one. 
adding Khalil Mack, adding um, the cornerback. Of course, I'm not going to be able to tell you his name. Williams, I believe it is, something like that. Whatever. Their defense has got stronger. Uh, their offense has always been great. Uh, that whole division has got uh, more competitive than they've ever been in the past. I don't know how many years. I'm really looking forward to uh, – the fight in the AFC that's going to take place this year. I mean, there's a ton of good teams. You got Tyreek Hill going to Miami. Yep. Uh, that changed the whole the whole uh, system in Miami right there by adding that one player. No question about it. They're going to be a little better or a lot better. We'll see. Um, but they're in a tough division. They're going to play Buffalo, who's made a couple good moves on defense. Uh, they've tightened up the defense. I'm still still lacking a little bit of a run game, in my opinion. But uh, they definitely look good and a favorite in the NFC. And, of course, people like Russell Wilson uh, going to Denver, changed that whole dynamic over there in Denver. Uh, you know, it's just so many good teams in the AFC this year. I can't, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to this year. This is going to be a, a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun in fantasy. Um, a lot of good draft picks out there. Probably a lot of good sleepers out there. I mean, you mentioned our league half. We added two more teams. I mean, that makes that that much harder. I mean, it's obviously going to be a little bit watered down now. It's going to be tougher to draft. It's going to be tougher to pick. Um, and, you know, with, with football and with the skill comes a lot of luck in football because you have to have your players healthy. Uh, that's the bottom line. You pick that first-round pick. He goes down in a 12-team league. Uh, you're hurting early, half. Yep. Uh, and that's the one thing that I'm worried about. And hope, hopefully it doesn't happen to me and, uh, and it happens to you, brother. <laughs> I love you, but I hope it happens to you. One of the things I spoke this morning with uh, the legend Lenny Melnick, ladies and gentlemen, over on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network. I spoke with him this morning uh, briefly through text. And uh, one of the things we talked about was he was asking, you know, baseball-wise, if you're going to draft a player in, you know, uh, in an auction league and if you're going to pay, you know, overpay for certain positions. He, uh, he brought up Aaron Judge. Next year could be a $50 uh, MLB player. And he said, he would never go over $25. I said that I'm confident if I took somebody for $50 that I could find a bargain somewhere else. Uh, a lot of people don't uh, tend to enjoy that, you know, taco. But in our leagues, basically, it's a snake draft, no auction. That's what we're going to go off of today. We're going to talk about standard leagues and PPR as well. I mean, I, I want to just kick this off right away. You did mention... Um, you did, you did go ahead and you did mention uh, Buffalo. And, I mean, a team like Buffalo, who's, got, in my opinion, got the number one overall quarterback to be drafted, is, uh, like you said, looking shaky at the running back position. I was looking at their depth shot. And, I mean, as of right now, Taco, you look at this team, they have uh, two, four, six, eight running backs on their depth shot as we speak. I mean, that right there goes to show you that they're uncertain with their running game. I mean, Devin Singletary obviously is the one that uh, goes ahead and leads that group, but at the same time, when you look at the quarterback position, that makes you think that uh, Josh Allen's going to be doing a little bit of running with the feet, also throwing the ball, where he could get you some pinball-type numbers and lead your team to victories. I mean, your thoughts here on, the, on my opinion, the number one overall-rated quarterback, uh, Josh Allen. I'll, I'll, I'll run with that right now. Um, I like to see him win a Super Bowl before I say number one overall. Um, but, you know, in the AFC, he's definitely in the top five easily, if not the best. No question about it. That's an argument that everyone can fight, and uh, you have to agree with him. His receiving core this year is just absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, you've got Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. Are you kidding me? Jameson Crowder uh, as well. Then number three could be a number two easily or maybe a number one on some teams. 
I love McKenzie. I think he's going to be great. And having Josh Allen throw to you is obviously great. One other uh, Devin Singletary. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now. No, one other thing I was going to say is don't forget they are, uh, Dawson Knox had an excellent season last year, Taco. They also added a sure-handed tight end to play on the other side, OJ Howard of you know from uh, known from Tampa Bay. I mean that's a that is a good receiving core right there. Like I said, they added Jameson Crowder and they also added OJ Howard. That's a pretty fantastic little uh, lineup there, no? Absolutely, no doubt about it. I see Dawson Knox taking a step uh, step down this year. Really? I think his numbers are going to decline this year. I don't think that tight end position is going to be big, especially with the addition of Jamison Crowder, like you just mentioned. I mean, that's a fourth receiver. That's pretty damn good, no? Uh, so you can throw him out there on third and longs or whatever you're going to use him for, and um, he, could, he could definitely be an asset. But they, just this starting free is just amazing. Uh, there's, you know, the ball can only go around so much. Uh, I'm not going to say Dawson Knox is not going to be used this year, but I just don't think he's going to be used as much. I think they're more. They're they're definitely a pass offense, as you know. Carrying Singletary as their back, uh, he's good, but he's not great. Can catch the um, ball. He, he can catch the ball, but um, third down, you know, that's not where he's looking. That's that's a QB that's looking downfield at all times. I mean, he doesn't really use the back out of the uh, out of the out of the backfield as much as you know a Tom Brady would do, or you know even an Aaron Rodgers might do. Um, but he just he he looks downfield, and that's where he's going. He'll have four good, four decent receivers out there. You know, one can do go do a hook back to make that shot third down pass. And I think he'd rather do that, even though, you know, again, we see Eckler making a living out of it and other backs alike, uh, making that third down and two catch out of the backfield. James White, I mean, he was perfect for that guy, you know, retired this year, but he was a great guy to do that. And there's many, many more. And, um, uh, it's just, it again, it, they, there's going to be a great offense, uh, offensive attack in Buffalo. But, you know, Buffalo, don't forget, plays in a lot of cold weather games. They play in a lot of windy games. Uh, you know, they have to have some kind of running game even though I'm looking, I'm not going to say that, that, that Miami's going to overtake them just yet. Um, I think they're a couple steps away before they're better than Buffalo. I think Buffalo by far is the best team in the AFC. Ah. Uh, and I think they're going to see, I think you're going to see that this year. No question about it. They have been the past couple of years and they're going to be this year. Now, don't get me wrong. Last year, don't, don't, don't forget the Patriots had a chance to, to take over first place over Buffalo. Uh, they carry it for a couple of weeks, didn't they? If I'm not mistaken, and then Buffalo took it back and uh, they ended up being the, the division champion, but uh, Buffalo is going to be a fun team to watch no matter what. Uh, they have great fans up there. I've actually been to a Buffalo Patriots game in Buffalo. It was a lot of fun, uh, but it is a cold and windy place. So we'll see. Uh, Josh Allen has definitely been able to handle that. He's now a veteran, right? Uh, he's an experienced player and he's going out there very confident and uh, he knows what it's like to lose in the playoffs. Let's just see if he can, he knows what it's like to win. That's the big thing in Buffalo right now. As we all know, they're the only team to ever lose four Super Bowls in a row. They get the four Super Bowls in a row. God bless them, but lose four Super Bowls in a row. That's horrible. So they got that little monkey on their back, that old Red Sox curse, right? Um, so we'll see what they do. One of the things, too, Stop I was going to say. You said you said that about Buffalo. You think that they're the best team. One of the things with me here that I keep looking yeah, at is the East. yeah the the, um, the addition of Tyree Kill. You know, changes that in my opinion. So Tyree Kill goes down there to play with Tua and uh, a complete full season with Jalen Waddle. Now I I think now I, I'm not going to lie to you. I look at some of the um, you look at some of the. A fantasy experts, Taco, you know, as they're called. When I look at their wide receiving shots, right, I notice that Jalen Waddle is down around 15, 16. I elevate him there. We'll talk about that when we get to wide receivers, but I love Jalen Waddle this season. We'll talk about that as we go. One of my uh, King Hap sleepers, so stay tuned for that. Uh, second time around, Taco, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go against the... Um, I'm going to go against the experts here as well. I have uh, They have Patrick Mahomes, of course, listed as number two. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to say he gets overtaken this year by, by uh, Justin Herbert, and I think that that is almost uh, 
etched in stone when it comes to my draft and uh, I, my draft board and my draft ideas. Your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes or Herbert if they're available, who you're going with, and do you go ahead and discount uh, Patrick Mahomes due to the fact that he loses Tyree Kill to a team like Miami? Yeah, absolutely. You got to discount that. I mean, that's a big loss. That's not just a small loss. Uh, that's a huge loss. So, yeah, I'm going to discount that because he gets a lot of yards after the catch for uh, Mahomes. No doubt about it. Um, however, I'm, I'm taking Herbert all day long, every day. I would have taken him last year. Uh, Herbert, by far, is the better quarterback right now with the receiving core that he has and the team that he has. I think he's going to be unbelievable in the running back he has in Ekla. Uh, just ridiculous everywhere. Running, um, you know, coming out of the backfield. He's, he's a great help and a great relief for a QB uh, to be able to dump it off to him and grab 10 quick ones. Um, so I, I take Herbert all day long right now. As we sit, uh, I love Herbert. I, I have since the beginning, uh, since his beginning of his career, he's definitely not someone that I saw doing as well as he does. Um, but I love him as a QB this year. And I think their offense is another stellar offense in the AFC East. Uh, if you had to predict and you look and you went by the paper half, I'm sorry, you, you've got to say Buffalo and say, and then the Chargers are the two best teams in that division on paper. One of the things I was going to say is if you liked him in the, that conference, that's, 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 I mean, that's big, big words. We'll see exactly what happens. I'm not sure, but just so you know, I mean, if you look at the ADP, you're talking like 52 to 55 for positioning for those two quarterbacks. I would go ahead and say if, you know, in fifth round, you know, fourth, fifth round, if uh, Herbert's available or Mahomes, you're looking pretty good with either one of them. But if I was my choice, I'm going with Herbert. Also, I look there and it's Mahomes three. I think that you'd have to say that that's probably a pretty, you know, if I, if you, st- you know, that's probably a pretty safe bet over who they say is Lamar Jackson's number four. I am absolutely fading Lamar Jackson this season. He has put on some muscle. He has gotten a lot bigger, maybe a lot more, but I'm fading Lamar Jackson. I'm also fading Kyler Murray, you know, due to his suspension on some of his, uh, you know, some of the skill position players around him. Also, Kyler Murray, I- I'm never a big fan of a short quarterback throwing over a big line that, that that also worries me, but at the same time, he did put up some pinball-type numbers. I know Silva likes that. Uh, what are your thoughts, I mean, for those mo- more mobile quarterbacks, someone like Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, at like 4-5? I got to be honest with you. I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. No. Doesn't mean he's not going to do good. Doesn't mean he's going to do bad. I'm just saying I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan, and that's not a guy I key in any drafts ever. It's just not my thing. I don't like him. I think his arm is inaccurate. Um, whether he got better or not this year, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, you know a lot to see um, before he, he throwed more interceptions in a game and won the game than he did touchdown passes one game last year. I remember uh, that's a rare thing to do, man. Um, but you know, but that's not that's not going to happen ever. It, it, it's just I don't I don't like him. I just don't. I really don't like him at all. Uh, Kyla Murray is actually one of my bosses of the year. Um, I think uh, he's going to go high, and I don't think he's going to give you what you think he's going to give you. I really don't. Uh, he just signed a huge contract. Now he's got his money. Um, he faded last year huge at the end, at the last the nine games, nine through sixteen or whatever it was. He had seven touchdowns, two interceptions compared to like seventeen touchdowns in the first nine games. Um, so he he cooled off. while defenses, you know, started to play him like he like they knew after you watch a uh, QB play the first season, you take his legs away, um, and he's he's not going to be good. He's in a tough division. I'll give him that. San Fran and LA and the Rams carry a great defense. Seattle stepping it up on the defensive end. Uh, yeah, they definitely do. But I, I think Murray, all of my Jackson, neither one of them are on my list in any of my drafts. I'm sorry. I, I don't like either one of them. 
All right, the next couple, the next couple here get interesting, uh, Taco. And uh, you know, if you're playing in a ten-team league, I mean, basically you're only really looking top ten when you're looking starters. But after that, it's listed: uh, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say this: I enjoy the way that I think that Jalen. I enjoy the people fade in Jalen Hurts right now. I think the uh, the addition of A.J. Brown is going to be absolutely amazing to that Philadelphia offense. That Philadelphia offense is going to be opened up, Taco. And I mean, when you get a guy that can stretch the field like him, that, in my eyes, is a game changer. Not only, I mean, Devonta Smith is out there, and, and you know, at that point, it's like those two wide receivers, and then you get Dallas Goddard at a tight end who's got very good hands, also can block. But, I mean, I'm thinking and this offense isn't their problem. They're going to need to stop people on defense as well. But that doesn't matter in fantasy. I don't care if they lose by 50 as long as Jalen Hurts is putting up, you know, two, three touchdowns. I'm thinking, Taco, that, you know, if, you're, if, if people are going ahead and looking for an ADP on Jalen Hurts, you know, that low... I'm starting to think if he's drafted around 77 to 80, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sneak in and I'm going to grab somebody like Jalen Hurts in the sixth or seventh round. You have to greet me there, no? Absolutely. I absolutely love Philly this year. And here you go, Beantown. Let's see how much you love Dallas. And you know what? I don't go by the stats either, but you take this as you want. 17 years, no one's won back-to-back times in the a- in the NFC East. Written down right there that. to say. 17 years, no one's won back-to-back, uh, believe it or not. So for Dallas to win this division, they're going to have to break a big curse that's going on. I love Philly this year. I love, you know, this is all on Jalen Hurts. I think the rest of their team is great. I think their offensive line is decent. Their defensive game is good. I think they had one of the best rush offenses last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're coming back with that same line and the same running backs. I think I think Philly is going to shock. They're in a weak division. Um, they have a weak schedule because uh, they play the Giants twice. Not to say they're going to beat them. Division rivals are always tough to win. Uh, they play Washington twice. Right now, Chase Young is on the bubble. Without him, I think they're a whole different team. Um, you know, so I think Philly's a great look. It's all on Jalen Hurts' back. He's got some good receivers like Hapis mentioned. He's got great tight end and got it. Um, he's got a decent run game, and they got a good defense. Coaching and Jalen Hurts, he, he's taking a lot of weight over there in Philly, but I really believe that Philly goes over that eight and a half, I believe it is, on the over-under on wins. I think that's a great pick right there. Um, I think Dallas is just going to, you know, one injury away from not being that good. I'm not taking anything away from Dallas, but – you know, again, the, the, the Buffalo of the West, right? Or the Buffalo of the NFC. Uh, they just can't win. I think it's been 20, 20-something years, whatever the last time Dallas went. They won four playoff games since then. I mean, uh, they're just terrible in the playoffs. As we all know, they choked it up. I just don't – I don't know. I, I've never been a Dallas fan. I'm not a huge Elliott fan. Uh, so I think Pocket Pool mentioned a couple weeks ago or last week that I like Pollard. I like him as their back. He looked good last year when, when uh, as Elliott was out. So they have two decent backs. They have a great receiving core. They have a good quarterback. I mean, how many times are we going to say this? Yeah, how many times have we said uh, the Vegas, Vegas or Oakland back in the day? They're going to be a good team this year. So I don't. I'm not on the Dallas kick. So um, I like Philly this year a lot. I think they're going over the eight and a half, and I think they have a good chance to win that division. Um, over Dallas. Yeah, one of the other things I was going to say there, Taco, is when you look at that, you notice, I know, conspicuous by their absence on that list, Matthew Stafford listed at number 12. I'm gonna, f- I'm fading him. I think he's a bust this year. Not because I don't think he has the team around him. I do know that he is suffering from some injuries. His coach says this is pretty serious. He's listed at number 12. I'm staying away from him. Also, 
Down at number 10 is Dak Prescott. I do like Dak Prescott, especially since C.D. Lamb came back to practice Tuesday. If uh, he starts the season off, that's, you know, that's obviously nice. And last year's MVP, Aaron Rodgers, listed at number 13, Taco. Aaron Rodgers never really been my favorite player, but uh, for, for experts to list him around number 13, I have him listed a little higher. I mean, because I feel like they're going to have to throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. I have him up in the top 10 around number 8 and number 9. Uh, your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, you know, the, the defending MVP? MVP, as well as people like Matthew Stafford, Trey Lance listed ahead of him. And then the sleeper of the year, in my opinion, is Derek Carr down at 15. Uh, experts giving this man no respect, Taco. I think Derek Carr, who has had monster seasons in the past, after adding in Adams, I think that he is going to put up some really good numbers this year, regardless whether Oakland wins or loses. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, they're going to pass a lot. Jacobs is back. Hopefully he stays healthy. Uh, they'd have a good run game if he does. I'm not a big car fan. Um, they do throw a lot. So, I mean, he, he could be a great fantasy player. No question about it. Just not my cup of tea. Uh, Rodgers, as far as Rodgers, I mean, where he's going in the draft for a backup, he's pretty much going to be a backup if you pick him where, where he's uh, where he's averaging right now. So, uh, that's not a terrible backup to have. I think I did it last year, actually, and he ended up, you know, having an MVP here. Yeah, you had a starter real quick. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, right. He became my starter real quick, no question about it. So, I mean, it just, it's, it's, I like Green Bay. I think they're going to throw, yeah, they're lacking a little bit in receiving core, no doubt about it. Some of the young guys have to step up and have to play good. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. And Jones is a great, is a decent running back as well. I think they have a better running game than they have in a long time there. Um, with, with Jones as their running back. I mean, Amon Green and Dorsey Levens back in the day. I mean, that's, you know, after that, they, Aaron Rodgers never really had a great running back behind him, and he still doesn't have a great running back, but Jones is definitely one of his better ones. Yeah, I well, have to say. Jones has I mean, no that's someone that you're going to draft, you know what I mean? I'm not saying you're taking him in the first couple of rounds, but that's someone that's going to get drafted. He's got a so, nose for um, the end zone. He does. He does, and, he, and yep. he's great. You know, it's something, again, when a QB has a running back, um, it makes a hell of a lot easier for them when they can they can, they can bank on him on first down, getting four or five yards every time. I mean, that's pretty good. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers does that or averages that. I'm just saying it just makes him a little bit better. It makes it a little easier on any quarterback, not just him. And, you know, as far as these rankings have, you know, no one Tom Brady, no, no one had Tom Brady in the top five last year either, uh, you know, and, and he did all right for himself with yeah. the stats and fantasy. Listen so, to eight I now. Mean, yeah, right. Eight, you know, because that's the benefit of the doubt. Now his name just like, you know, but their offensive line is, is a little questionable and a little scary, I got to say. Uh, they lost their center and they picked up the old Patriots center. I couldn't tell you his name. I forget. Don't forget you know, Gronk. Tampa, yeah, exactly. So Gronk. Tampa Bay, is. I think they're lacking an offensive line, and that's definitely going to be a, a, you know, a deficit for them if, if Tom Brady can't hang in there. Well, he has to be able to hang in the pocket. You know what he can do. Quick he release, though. Seconds. He has one of the quickest releases. Seconds, but he still needs that. Because yep. if the first guy's covered, then you're in trouble. Uh, he's in trouble. But anyways, getting back to the Rodgers, you know, I, I, he's definitely on my radar. You know, if you get him at a good pick, Rodgers is definitely worth where he's going. Um, you know, it, it, you know, we talk about this loosely too, Hap. It all depends on what you have picking first, whether it's a running back or you want the best receiver out there or whatnot, and how it goes in the draft and what you have, of, you know, what you need in round four and five uh, to make picks like these. So, you know, if there's a better receiver out there, how can you say no when you need a starting receiver or a backup quarterback? So, you know, you might get Rodgers at a good pick. 
Never know. Pick, especially in a 12-team league. Definitely worth a flyer if he's there later on, but I don't Absolutely. see him with that name and, you know, with his last season's performance, I don't see him being there. Taco, what we're going to do is one last thing I'm going to throw to you. Some people do have two quarterback leagues. I'm in one that I enjoy and, uh, uh, you know, kind of a hot top, two hot topics right now. I just want your pick for who starts. Right off the bat, I'm thinking Baker Mayfield is going to start over uh, Sam Donald. I mean, do you agree with me there? I think that after spending the money, they're going to go ahead and use Baker Mayfield, correct? I hope he does. Yeah, I me mean, too. Come on, I hope he does. Uh, that's just that. It's just it's not much better, but it's definitely better, uh, in my opinion. I can't stand Donald. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Never mind uh, making money doing it. God bless him. But um, yeah, I think I think Mayfield gets the nod there, no question about it, and that's probably going to make McCaffrey a little bit happier as well. And I, I like that, and I'll tell you what, I like Mayfield to have a sneaky season. Great for uh, especially if you can use he's him in match. A lot to prove, Hap, right? Yep. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's got a lot to prove. And it's a contract year, Taco. I got a feeling he's going to win people a lot of money in daily fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. If you make sure you play the matchups well, when you can get Baker Mayfield in there for a good price in daily fantasy. One last one, we're going to touch on Taco, then we're going to move on from quarterback. Is um the pitch. Pittsburgh Steelers got a little conundrum. I know that you and I have talked about this at length, guys. If you want to catch Taco and I talking about this, you can always hear us on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network Wednesday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also, we're on the Happy Hour Sports Spin on Thursday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern, guys. I'll tell you what, you don't want to miss out, but Taco. We've talked about this before. Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go with Pickett to go ahead and start. I know I've sent you some pictures of his statistics, but I'm just going to give you the quick breakdown in the chat room. Help me out here. Let me know. Uh, Kenny Pickett, 19 for 22 so far in the preseason. Three touchdowns tackle. Trubisky, 9 for 15 with one to be honest, not terrible numbers either way, but clearly they're getting a better look at Pickett than uh, Trubisky. I think they know what they got with Trubisky. They're trying to see what they have here with the kid. Your thoughts? You know, I'm not, like, against it or think that Pitt shouldn't. Uh, I'm not, not, not Pitt shouldn't put Pitt. Yeah, Pitt wouldn't start him, make him the start of game one, but I don't think they should. I just don't think. I think a couple games, even if it's just two or three, to watch the speed of the game, sit back, um, and just pretty much watch the literally watch the game on the side, and, and look go through the plays, uh, watch what Trubisky does for a couple weeks, and then you know make a decision after the second or third week. I don't like him going in as week one. Um, I don't think um, Tomlin's really going to do that. I really don't think that he's going to put a um, uh, you know don't forget Pittsburgh isn't the best team in the world either. They're not the uh, worst. I'm not, saying they, I'm not saying they have terrible players. I love Najee Harris and Claypool. I think he's going to be good this year. Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, I don't know if you throw the rookie out there. I don't know. He looks really good. Does. And his Dante confidence Johnson's might be high be. right now. It might be the right thing to do. I'm not sure um, about that. I don't, I'm not sure if I want a rookie quarterback in there. When I have someone that can go play, again, just sit back and watch two to three weeks. Uh, watch the speed of the game. Watch the difference between the speed and call. Get ready um, and get out there in week four. Here you go. You know, let's see what you can do. you still got 13 weeks to do a lot of damage. So I think just the, even just a couple of weeks, whatever Tomlin decides to do, uh, he knows before anybody. But um, I'm not I'm not taking him. No, that's not going to be a guy for me, Kenny Pickett. I know you're going after him anyways. You're I'll take him late. I'm a big Kenny Pickett fan. He broke all Dan Marino's one record of the in college. Ranked sleepers. I don't know why he's a sleeper, but in almost every everybody's uh, pick him. He's the highest sleeper, but everyone knows about him. So I don't know why he would be a sleeper, but all right. 
All right, so guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, the very sought-after, I mean, running back position, Taco. You know everybody wants to know where these running backs are going to go, who's going to get banged up, whatever. We got that coming for you guys right after this. Do me a favor. Stick around. We're coming back. It's the Happy Hour King Hat Podcast, guys. This is the 2022 Fantasy Football Preview. Get ready for the leagues, guys. We got your info right here. Stick around. Hey guys, today's episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the world's greatest hydration drink, and the best part is, it's good for you. Liquid IV is taking care of the Happy Hour Social Club members with 25% off. Guys, that is a great deal. Promo code KINGHAP will save you 25%. They have great all-new flavors like guava, apple pie, watermelon, pina colada, strawberry, and the new happy hour-inspired tangerine. All these flavors are refreshing and delicious. Promo code KINGHAP will save you 25%. And speaking of refreshing and delicious, back to your host of the happy hour, KINGHAP. Oh, yeah, guys. I'll tell you. Going to be drinking a lot of ice-cold adult beverages as it's fantasy football draft season. I'll tell you, you don't want to be hung over the next day. You're going to want to smash out a little liquid IV, liquid IV, uh, liquidiv.com, promo code KINGHAT, save 25% site-wide. They say they got big news coming. Let's wait and see what it is. They're not telling me yet, Taco. Liquidiv.com, promo code KINGHAT. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm amped up, Taco. It's time to talk about some running backs here, brother. I got sleepers for days, but, I mean, the top of the mountain is the top of the mountain. It usually stays the same. Um, I got I got some people in here that I'm going to pick a little earlier and a little later, and we're going to go ahead and do it here. I know uh, Silva's in the chat room trying to scout where I'm going. I know he's picking right beneath me. So this is basically what it is, Taco. As I look at the... Uh, the PPR listings are a little different than standard format. Standard format, one and two in uh, PPR swap. Uh, Christian McCaffrey in a PPR league takes the number one slot, and Jonathan Taylor takes number two. Now, I don't think you're necessarily going to be able to go wrong with either one of these. Now, Christian McCaffrey has had his bouts with injuries. Now, Taco, what I'm going to tell you is with uh, when it comes to McCaffrey, if McCaffrey and Taylor are both there, I'm probably going to take Taylor. Um, a lot of people, like I said, in the PPR league, McCaffrey's going to catch the ball a lot. And you know Mayfield, he can use those. I mean, you've seen it with, um, with Hunt. He threw Hunt the ball out of the backfield a lot, and he kept both of those running backs busy. I mean, when he only really got one to work with, should McCaffrey be getting all these carries and catches? You think McCaffrey has a resurgence this season? Not that he's necessarily gone anywhere, but do you think he is a consensus number one overall pick? No, I, I can't disagree with that more, to be honest with you. Tear I don't think he is. And not just for not just for injury-wise. I mean, don't forget, he played seven, six games, what, five, six games last year. He had one 95-yard game. Yep. Um, that was it. So, I, I, you know, the receiving out of the backfield, I don't have that much confidence in Baker Mayfield. He had one touchdown receiving last year. Um, I like, I love uh, Taylor. There's just no question about it. There's nothing else. <laughs> you have I a crush. <laughs> I love Taylor last year. I love Taylor this year. I love Taylor. I love Taylor. I love Taylor. I think he's going to be nasty. He should be number one. Well, um, no doubt. Number two about Christian McCaffrey. 
come on, man. Did everyone forget what Derrick Henry did last year? Hey. In 10 games? And you I were... mean, yeah, what are you going to put him on the injury-prone list because he got hurt last year? A broken broken bone that healed tackle. That's the good thing. All offseason, he's been healed. Yeah. Derrick Henry's listed right now by all, you know, you got to remember, especially when it comes to things like a PPR, Henry ain't catching the ball that much. But Henry is the best runner in NFL football, in my opinion. Do you disagree or? He had 143. I'm looking at it right now. 143 and three touchdowns against Buffalo and 130 and three touchdowns against Jacksonville. Uh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, that'll that's just two games. If his if his what five he played last year, six he played last year, whatever the hell it was. Yep. Um, so the guy is incredible. I watched Adrian Peterson have two what knee surgeries and come back and do what he did. Um, I think Derrick Henry still got life. I'm still with Derrick Henry. I I just I can't take McCaffrey uh, over him. McCaffrey is so and even Eckler. Who again? I don't think I think he had one 100 yard game rushing last year. Wow. I think, in 17. That's very different. Eckler's a more Eckler's almost a wide receiver playing the running back Whatever. position. He had 20 touchdowns, 12 and eight or something. Fantastic. Like rushing, eight receiving. He still had 12 rushing touchdowns. I'm not knocking the guy. I think he's going to be nasty. But at the same time, he only had eight touchdowns receiving uh, in 17 games. That's great. Don't get me wrong for yep. a running back, especially with the 12 added 12 and rushing. That's unbelievable. Great. But at the same time, Derrick Henry played five, six games. Yep. And he had that. He had uh, six, seven touchdowns. So, I mean, this guy this guy is a horse. I, look, all I'm saying is I don't know how everyone's looking past him for an injury. I'd still take a chance on him um, in the top five if I was if I was going to draft in the top five. I have number two right now. Uh, it's such a tough decision to let McCaffrey go. But at the same time, Baker Mayfield is QB. Carolina isn't terrible, but they're not great. They have to play Tampa Bay. You know, it, there's a lot of things with Carolina I just don't like. You know, I look at strength of schedule. That's a big deal, obviously. And when you have a QB like Baker Mayfield, it's just tough. You know, Baker Mayfield, let's not pretend Tannehill is much better. That's not what I'm saying. But Tennessee bases their game, their entire offense around the run game. Understood. Not too many teams do that nope. anymore. You know what I mean? Now, I don't think any team does that anymore, as a matter of fact. If you can sit there and make the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill, I mean, oh, who is he? He's not that not that great. Definitely, we haven't been talking about him um, against Mahomes and Herbert and Josh Allen and the rest of them. So, um, 21 you know, ranks in my, on my yeah, list. I, I, tough, tough. But he's still, but he wins. The guy wins. I mean, plain and simple, Tennessee's been in the playoffs the past few years. Uh, they can't win anything from there, but... You know, I, I hope they I, – I think they're going to have a good year this year. I think if Derrick Henry stays healthy, uh, that's for anybody. Uh, isn't it tough to take a, uh, take num- McCaffrey at number two with his history right now? Well, let me uh, ask you this. Just, that's just really tough. In a standard format, they do list Henry as third. But, uh, I mean, I, I actually – you know me and Derrick Henry. I want him on every team, every year, period, end of conversation. But – Right listed right there with them, though, Taco, is, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler. Now, Eckler, you, you you say you don't like. I'm a big Eckler fan. You know that. Dalvin Cook, not so much. I'm not a big Dalvin Cook fan, and I'll tell you why, Taco. He does get banged up, and I'll tell you, he doesn't always leave the lineup. Sometimes he stays in the lineup banged up, and, you know, he's out there limping around, and he doesn't necessarily always play it. You know, not that everybody in the NFL is at 100%, but sometimes he's out there 50 60%. He should have taken the game off, and your fantasy team gets buried because of it. Now, I'm going to go, Dalvin Cook, I'm fading in fantasy leagues. I don't I, I don't share Beantown Bad Boys optimism about uh, Minnesota. 
I do love Jefferson at, at the wide receiver position. We'll talk about him in a minute. But I'm not big on Minnesota, so I'm fading Dalvin Cook. Najee Harris slides up into the fourth position for me for the fourth best running back. I do like that, especially if they have a rookie quarterback playing. I feel like Tomlin's a smart man. He's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, pass on third down type of deal. So I think you're going to see a lot more Najee Harris. Um, DeAndre Swift listed there. Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, top 10. I'll tell you what, I will never draft Saquon Barkley again. Barkley has tormented my fantasy career where, I mean, like I said, Taco, I've been lucky where I draft some good backups and I still win, but I do not like Saquon Barkley. I'm staying away from him in all leagues. Mr. Three P's will probably agree with me on that. Um, not a big fan of the Giants' offense. Not a big fan of Saquon Barkley's fragile. And no, he's not Italian. But that's what I'm saying, Taco. Uh, DeAndre Swift gets banged up as well. Joe Mixon as well. But Joe Mixon, I mean, in that offense, they are not going to be able to stack the box. I know you're a big Joe Mixon fan. How do you feel about him this year, even with his injury history? I like Joe Mixon. I'm, I'm going to like Joe Mixon forever. Um, I think I think their line, their offensive line is pretty good. I think he's going to get the ball, uh, barring if he stays healthy and can get out in the field, which I think he is. I mean, you got to remember, everybody in, in football by week eight has an injury. I mean, it's just there's nothing you can do. That's human body. These, these guys are enormous people tackling each other day in and day out, play after play. Uh, you know, so it, most people have injuries by week eight. Uh, yeah, I think Joe Mixon, uh, I think I like him. I, I, I like because they can open up with the passing game. You know, let's not forget that uh, Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback last year, uh, with like 51 sacks, whatever he was sacked. So they're getting through that line pretty good. Full uh, practice let, today for him, by the way, Taco. Let me just get that out there, everybody. Today was Joe, uh, I'm not Joe Mixon. Today was uh, Burrow's first full practice back. That's big time. news for, uh, you know, to, for them to have any shot to get back to the Super Bowl. But uh, go right ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to make sure I no, got that. No, don't worry about it. I mean, Joe Mixon, it, it depends. he's one of those guys that it depends where I'm picking um, and if he comes back to me at a certain time. You know what I mean? It's one of those guys that you have to make a decision on the spot if you need a Mixon at that point, but he's definitely a good uh, second back, uh, you know, a backup to your, your two backs if you have him. Yeah, absolutely. He's a guy that I'll definitely take a look at. Um, I definitely have some deep sleepers that I, I really like this year. Um, you, you know, hard to predict, but I'm definitely going to uh, take a flyer on some of them. I, I just I got a couple of sleepers here. I got to throw out the attack on. Then I'm going to ask you um, one of my, I mean, when you want to talk about sleepers, Javante Williams from Denver Taco. I'll tell you what, this guy he has the talent to be this year's Jonathan Taylor. I like Javante. I, I can't even tell you if Javante Williams goes out there and plays like I think he can and I think he will, Denver now with Russell Wilson is trouble. And, I, I mean, that defense has always been – I mean, for the last decade, that defense has been pretty amazing. But – I'm going to go ahead and say, with Javante Williams this year, he's going to be a breakout superstar, and I'm telling you that this is going to be one of the things that you're going to have to look for. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I, I could agree with you on that one. Um, obviously, Denver's office got better. Uh, the passing game opens up the run game, and it's going to be tougher to yeah, tougher to stop the run now in Denver, where you could just stack the box constantly against Drew Locke and whoever the hell else they had in the past few years. So, yeah, I like that, absolutely. I think he's going to have a big year, and I, I think their receivers are going to have a better year. How the mighty have fallen, Taco. I got uh, this, uh, and I'll tell you if this is where he's listed, I'm going to take him. But um, I got I got the experts listing Ezekiel Elliott as the 16th best running back. Now that, in my opinion, Taco is yeek. 
I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, in my mind, has the ability to have breakout games and actually get you two, three touchdowns in one game and go ahead and win you a football, I mean, a fantasy game. Now, if he's listed as number the number 16th running back, that I don't like. What's your thoughts on that? And I'm looking here. He's even listed number 20 uh, for a PPR. No, I think um, the more carries going to be given to Pollard, so I think he's going to lose a lot of carries. Yeah, he could definitely get two, three touchdowns, like you mentioned, and carry a fantasy team, but that's going to be few and far between. I think Pollard's going to be a bigger part of their offense. Uh, he had a great year last year, in my opinion, and I think uh, Dallas could really use him on the field. Um, Elliott has to prove himself again, and I think uh, the two-back situation is going to happen in Dallas. So, yeah, he's going to lose a lot of, a lot of ball carry. Um, I mean, a lot of ball handling. Uh, because Paul is going to be a bigger part of the offense this year, I believe. Yep. couple people that I'm fading, guys. I want to just uh, a little – I'm going to put out a stay-away order. I, I do not like J.K. Dobbins this year. I think that that – I think Baltimore – the people that are picking Baltimore to be that good taco, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Baltimore is going to be terrible this year. We'll see. Stay. I got a stay-away order. I mean, he's on my do-not-drafters. Dobbins is going to go too early, uh, in my opinion, for me to ever put in a draft pick for him. Sleepers. Elijah Mitchell, I think, is going to be a great sleeper this year. Also, Taco, I love Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas. I think he is going to have a monster year. Watch out for him. Healthy, coming in, going to go ahead, and he's going to put up some big numbers receiving out of the backfield. And lastly... And you can give. I want to get your opinion on this before we jump off of our running backs. Obviously, lastly, I I really think that a lot of people are uh, going ahead and drafting Leonard Fournette high. They're drafting him, you know, up around the tenth, eleventh running back. I do not. I do not like Leonard Fournette this year. Fournette had the uh, the good the good uh, value of having uh, Rob Gronkowski blocked from the last couple of years. With him leaving the fray, they are a banged up offensive line. They got some moving parts. I don't like Fournette this year. Also, I. Uh, I mean, sleeper, you know, uh, sleeper worthy is also Aaron Jones on King Hap's list. Your thoughts, Taco, here? And, and I mean, do you have anybody that you're targeting as a sleeper later on in drafts? Oh, I got, I got, I have a couple people that, like I said, are real deep and, and, and need some, some uh, things to work out for them to start. No doubt about it. But there's, there's a couple of good ones. Um, uh, going, uh, who'd you just mention? I'm sorry. Elijah Mitchell is one of my sleepers. J.K. Dobbins, I'm with you on that one. I don't Stay like away. And I'm also stay away from JK and Leonard Fournette. Uh, I stay away also is what I'm oh, saying. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I mean, you know, that he's such a monster, man. But I mean, like you said, they, they, there's some things in uh, Tampa Bay that need to be fixed in the offensive line. In my opinion is one. I still think he has the talent to get, obviously push the line. I mean, push the uh, defensive line into the end zone for a touchdown. He's one of those big, big backs that can get him in on the one. I like his shot yard game. His shot yard is um, great. Um, but you know, to go long, like you said, to break the line, to get through the uh, secondary, I don't think that's a Leonard Fournette. Um, I'm, I'm definitely in a situation where I would take Leonard Fournette. It would have to be in a good situation, depending on one, like I mentioned before, depending on the draft where we're going, but there is a guy out there, you know, and if you want to, he's, he's like going on his averages, like 40th or 45th running backs right now, but Damian Pierce, he's a running back out of Houston. Okay. He played in Florida last year, I mean, for four years, Pat, in college. And he, he wasn't the great, but he has to beat out Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead in uh, Houston. I like Mills, their quarterback. I don't like him to win the Super Bowl or anything, but I like him as a young guy coming up, no doubt about it. But this kid, Damian Pierce from Houston, you have to take a look. He has to get the starting job. First of all, Mack and Rex Burkhead have been dealing with injuries. Uh, so Mac has never had a great season anyway. What do you play for Jacksonville? I believe before Houston, uh, he's never been on like a winning team. I like this kid. 
Uh, Damian Pierce, again, for Houston. Look for him late. You're going to get him. He's a great guy to throw on your bench, and I think he's going to get the starting job eventually. Man, one more half real quick, and then I'll let you go. Yeah, I got it. Khalil Herbert, another guy that's way down on everyone's depth chops. Uh, he's on Chicago. He's a Chicago Bears running back. Uh, you know, he took over for Montgomery. Uh, uh, not Montgomery. Jesus. Uh, what's his name? You're kidding me right now. Whatever. He took, yeah, Montgomery. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm almost sure it was Montgomery. Um, he, he took over for Montgomery in four games. In four games, he had 78 carries, 344 yards with a 4.4 uh, average in yards carrying. He had also had nine, ca- nine for 10 in catches. The biggest, the biggest bright spot, I think, in his four-game uh, play last year was a 100-yard gate rush game against Tampa Bay's defense, which is really impressive. Uh, you got to keep an eye on this guy. Again, Khalil Herbert, uh, if you're desperate for a running back later, um, I think he has a legit chance uh, to get the starting job, and, and, and he does, doesn't have much to beat, beat out in Montgomery, in my opinion. Um, so I think uh, he and, and Justin Field, you know, that the Chicago is based on a running game. They're yes. not a good quarterback, and I don't know how long. So even if he doesn't get the starting job, and they still think he's going to get a lot of play right there, uh, he's going way he's going way deep. And if again, if Montgomery gets hurt, uh, this guy could easily come in and fill his shoes. Let me give you one more tackle, and then we're going to go ahead. We're going to we, we got to talk some wide receivers in a minute because I'll tell you what, when that run on running backs goes at the beginning, I mean, I, I'm looking here ADP for Leonard Fournette. They're saying is 17. I do not like that at the say. I mean, you're talking early second round pick there in a league like ours with 12 teams. Not a big fan, but um, a man who's going to uh, is for some reason people are not talking about is Travis Etienne Jr. Now, I'm going to talk about this man briefly, Taco, and I'm going to put him out there. Now, he was drafted. He he had a Liz Frank uh, injury last year, Taco, which is painful AF. When I tell you, forget about it. I've dealt with that in the past, and that is nothing nice. Now, he was a standout. He was a standout for Clemson for, uh, from 2017 till 20 when uh, Jacksonville drafted him. Now, this guy is an incredible. Incredible, incredible runner. And I'll tell you what, they brought in Doug Peterson to be their new, uh, you know, the coaches. He's going to be dealing with uh, Peterson. You know Peterson there. I mean, even in uh, Philadelphia, the running backs there, he was using some subpar running backs and getting great production out of them, in my opinion. Now, I feel like this kid, he is, I mean, maybe one of the most underrated running backs that'll be on the board. And I'm telling you, right now they got him, you know, slated to be like number 21 of running backs in a PPR league. Uh, ADP around 60, Taco. I mean, if this man's there in the fifth or sixth round, you're going to have to take a chance on him. His talent coming out of Clemson was unbelievable. And I'll tell you what, watch out for Jacksonville. They are not going to be the doormat they've been in years past. I like I like ATN stepping up big, making their team look good, taking some of the pressure off of, uh, what's his name, you know, try, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence going forward. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of this kid. I'm a big fan of Jacksonville to actually surprise some people this year. Watch out for them when, you know, you go ahead and kill pools, Taco. They can go ahead and wipe some people out for us and uh, maybe put some money in our pocket. Your thoughts on ATN and Jacksonville in general? I like ATN. I like I like what you're saying about him. I like everything about him. He's gonna get, I think he's going to get a lot of play. Um, no question about it. Whether he can make the best of it or not is still he's on Jacksonville. So it's tough to do. It's tough to have a good running game. But 
I don't think I'm, I'm not giving Jacksonville as much credit as Hap is at all. I think they're going to be another doormat team this year. No question about it. I just don't. I, everyone is predicting Trevor Lawrence have a better year. Uh, yeah, big deal. I mean, it's not that not that hard to be 12, uh, what, 12 touchdowns and like 18 interceptions, 17 interceptions. I mean, come on. It's not too hard to be better than that. Um, so if you and, and who picks Trevor Lawrence a sleeper? He was the number one overall pick in the NFL. I don't understand why you go look at sleepers and you're finding Trevor Lawrence in some in some pools or whatever. Some experts picking Trevor Lawrence. I guess they could do that for the next five to seven years, and eventually they're going to be right, right? Um, hey. but I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, they have a good enough receiving core. I just think they're in a tough AFC half. That's the key right there. Um, I'm not sure what their strength of schedule is. I'm going to tell you in a minute, actually. All right, the number 12, that's not bad. Nope. Um, so that that definitely gives them a potential to win some games, no question about it. But um, can they win the games? Obviously, Lawrence has to be better. Brandon Cooks has to step it up as a receiver and help him out. And I think ATN is a great pick, uh, depending on your draft. If he slips, uh, yeah, hop all over him. No doubt about yep. it. I think he's going to get some yards this year. One last running back, no tackle. Uh, Brandon Bolden, former Patriot, hasn't taken one snap, I guess, for the Las Vegas Raiders right now. And um, Josh McDaniels goes ahead and outright cuts Kenyon Drake. Uh, taco, kind of a surprising move, but it looks like Josh McDaniels got his system down, knows what Bolden offers, and just thinks to himself, Kenyon Drake is not what I want in my system. Your thoughts on that move and uh, him as a free agent? You think he lands on his feet and starts running somewhere? I do. I think he's going to run somewhere. There's a lot of lot of lot of want for running backs in the league, as you know. People, the running backs go down uh, probably the most in the league. I mean, they just go down constantly. Um, McDaniel's Drake just didn't fit in his in his system and gotcha. what he wanted to do. I mean, plain and simple. You're right. Bolden is more. You know, he's, he's, he's familiar with um, McDaniel's. No question about it. So uh, that's what he wanted. He didn't want to have to train someone new. Little coach uh, on the didn't field. Like also. He didn't like what he saw, obviously, and it just didn't fit his system. Yeah. Uh, what he's going to do an attack. That's the. That's he's the he's the scariest, in my opinion, part of Vegas. In my opinion, he's yeah. the scariest. He could definitely coach a team to win. Uh, yep. He's been behind Belichick for many years, as we know. Not that he was successful before, and I'm not saying that, but this is a whole new era. Let's see what he can do. This, Yeah, he's got a good fit there. So uh, let, let's see what he can do. I, I'm pretty interested in seeing what McDaniels can do with this Vegas team. A lot of talent there. Tons. Bean Town seems to think Kenyon Drake will land in Houston and, uh, you know, get some stuff. We'll see exactly uh, how that goes. Guys, we're going to take a brief break. We're coming back. We're going to talk some wide receivers here. It is the Happy Hour Fantasy Football Preview, the Happy Hour King Hat Podcast, guys, the annual preview uh, on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network, the Happy Hour SC on Twitch TV, and the Happy Hour Social Club.com. Do me a favor, guys. Stick around for this quick word. We're coming right back right after this brief message. Hey guys, tonight's episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Chili Sleep Technology. Chili Sleep Systems is a game changer. Chili's Cool Mesh Pad is the most luxurious sleep system in the industry and is also hydro-powered. This can warm you up on those cold winter evenings or cool you off during a steamy summer night. Promo code KINGHAP will save you 22% off an entire sleep system. This is certainly a purchase that you will not regret. Our systems can bring the temperature anywhere from 55 degrees to 115 by remote control or the Chili Sleep app. 
Get over to ChiliTechnology.com and make sure to use promo code KINGHAT to save 22%. And now, back to a man that needs absolutely no help warming it up in between the sheets, your host of the happy hour, King Hap. Ladies and gentlemen, Chili Sleep Technology, an official sponsor of the Happy Hour Social Club, guys. And I'll tell you what, uh, now they have went ahead and they have updated their uh, discount code for all the Happy Hour Social Club members, guys. If you are with the Happy Hour Social Club, get on over there. Use promo code KINGAP. Save 30% site-wide. Boom. Love me some Chili Sleep Taco. I'll tell you, the one thing that's heating up now is fantasy football talk. And on top of that, where in God's name are we going to find these wide receivers? Taco. This is a wide open field. It's like so many different things going on right now. A lot of people were got me worried. A lot of wide receivers with quarterback questions, etc. Right around the top, uh, going right ahead. Uh, I mean, we'll go with what they say is the experts, and I'm going to let you know, Taco, I disagree with the experts here. Um, they got number one listed as Justin Jefferson. I mean, I love his talent, love him, love him as a wide receiver one. However... Kirk Cousins worries me. Their running game uh, with Dalvin Cook is usually solid if he stays healthy, but I'm not sure that I like him ahead of people like, you know, Cooper Cup. Again, questions on the quarterback with the injuries. I love me some Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs. I mean, all these people could be a, your uh, easily a wide receiver one or the number one overall wide receiver. I mean, you got the number one pick overall and you're going with a wide receiver, Taco. Who are you taking? I'm taking Jefferson. I love him. Absolutely love Justin Jefferson. Only going to get better. I think he's going to actually top his 1,600-yard, 10-touchdown season last year. I think Cousins is going to be a little bit better. I love Justin Jefferson. No question about it. There's only one guy to throw to to him in Minnesota. There's not many other ones you want to throw to. Not many other receivers you're going to want to throw to. Um, So he's going to get the bulk of it. I mean, you've got Thalian. Again, an injury guy, you know, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, that just makes Jefferson better. Of course. Um, but if he's if he gets hurt, I, I don't like it. And then the third one, KJ Osborne, we'll see what he has to do. Not much of a tight end situation in Minnesota either. They're a passing team. I like Jefferson. I like Dillian as a, as a great person that's uh, going off the board uh, pretty late. Yes. So, uh, you know, Good. don't forget about him. Good he's value. Speed. He's great. Great value where his pick is absolutely Jefferson. I am taking number one overall, no question about it, as a receiver. That's that's my pick. Thielen does have also does have a nose for the end zone. He scores he scores good touchdown numbers. And I mean, basically in fantasy, that's the name of the game you want it. So yes, you are getting good value at Thielen there later on. Especially he won't be getting the double to coverage anymore. That's going to Jefferson. Now. In my opinion, Taco, I think the number one overall uh, wide receiver this year, and uh, this is crazy to say, but uh, they got him as a 11th overall selection. His ADP is 11 right now, but I think the number one overall wide receiver this year is going to be Devontae Adams in Las Vegas. I got a feeling this guy is going to have a monster year. You're not going to be able to double cover him with uh, Hunter Renfro, Waller. You can't put two bodies on everybody, and I understand their defense gives up a lot of points. All that means, Taco, is they're going to have to keep throwing, and I, I see Adams having a monster year. I love, love, love him as a you know late first round, early second round selection. Um, your thoughts on Adams and your thoughts on uh, my selection is him as the number one overall receiver in uh, the in fantasy football this year. 
I, I'm not a fan of that. I love Adams. You know I love Adams. When he was on Green Bay, I was all over Adams. I think I protected him for the past two or three years, whatever, uh, in a different league that we've been doing. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I love him. Uh, I think he's good, but he still has Derek Carr passing to him. Um, and that's my biggest thing. Um, he's going to be covered like a blanket. I know there's a lot of good uh, Hunter Renfro's out there. And yes. you got Darren Waller out there. But I still think your, your main basis is covering Devontae Adams. You have to. Got to put a body uh, on it. You know, Derek Carr had a ton, you know, a ton of yards, a ton of touchdowns. Like you said, they're a passing team. No question about it. Jacobs was out a lot of the year, if I'm not mistaken, last yeah, year. Well, he was, he was banged up even games. when he wasn't out. Yeah. He was banged up, so they couldn't really go to the run game. I think that's going to change this year. Uh, he had 14 interceptions and 23 touchdowns, Carr. Uh, not impressive, in my opinion. That's a lot of picks. Uh, when it's time, when it's crunch time, Carr can't get you the ball, can't win you the game. As you saw, even in the playoff game, he I lost disagree. to Cincy, I believe, by three in the playoff game, or it was a close game, whatever. Uh, not that I'm knocking Cincy, but, you know, they should have won that game right off the bat. And they should have won many other games that they lost. If we remember, they were interviewing after a Monday night game. They were like 6-0 and or what, 5-6-0 and at the beginning of the season. And, and look where they ended up. They, they scrapped up a wild card play. Uh, and and I just don't like Derek Carr. I don't like Derek Carr throwing to him. There's so much talent over there, two half, that you got to figure Waller's going to get the ball, Hunter Renfro's going to get the ball, Jacobs is going to run. That's a lot of spreading out, and that's a lot of spreading out. So those numbers aren't going to be as good as he was on Green Bay. Uh, I think they're going to decline, and that's definitely not my number one overall pick. Top five, yeah, absolutely, but definitely not my number one pick in receiving. One of the things, too, you got to remember about last year is the whole, uh, you know, Henry Ruggs situation last year. That was kind of, uh, you know, talk a lot of the Henry Ruggs talk, etc. Uh, you know, a lot of things, you know, they didn't have the best year when it comes, you know, with the, um, you know, the uh, friggin' Gruden. You know, they've had some they've had some ups and downs over there in uh, Vegas. And, you know, I feel like the Josh McDaniels coming in, bringing in a guy like Bolden, some of the Patriots he brought with them. You know, I, I got a feeling, you know, then you bring in a nice veteran like Adams. I got a feeling that team settles it down and they're going to surprise some people we'll see exactly what happens with that though now as i look at it taco uh the wide receiver position is pretty deep uh cooper cup listed at number two uh stafford worries me there uh, i will obviously take cooper cup on my team any day of the week even with anybody will you throw into him i'll take cooper cup on my team jamar chase could easily be the number one uh wide receiver in fantasy as well again that that depends on burrow who did have his first full practice today taco um Stephon Diggs right there as well, listed as number four. I agree with that ranking right there, and I think Stephon Diggs is a uh, potential first-round pick, if not early, early second-round pick. As, as I look at him, his ADP right now, I see about number 13, which would be the first pick in the second round for us. Your thoughts on Stephon Diggs getting, uh, you know, going, you know, with the number one-rated quarterback in fantasy, in my opinion? What do you? Uh, I love him. They're a passing team, 100%. He's going to get his catches, but again. Another team with a ton of talent, a ton of options for uh, Josh Allen to throw to. Um, so, uh, you know, that that's tough to say. Uh, even Dawson Knox is their tight end. He had nine touchdowns last year. I think that's going to decrease. That was just an unbelievable year by Dawson Knox. God bless him. Um, but I don't think he's going to have nine touchdowns this year. Uh, not with Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie doing what he did last year at the end of the year and in the playoffs. I think he's. I think he looked great. I think he's going to continue to be great. He's the number three. In between them, you got Gabriel Davis. That's, again, another team. It's a lot of spreading out the ball. The reason why they are a passing team is because of their core of wide receivers and tight end. No question about it. But, you know, it all depends on big catches being made by Diggs. Uh, breaking tackles is a lot of Diggs play and a lot of Diggs yards. 
Uh, we're going to see what happens here. There's, again, a lot of spreading around. Is he going to have his 100-yard games? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is he going to have some games with less yards, 50 yards, and Buffalo still going to win the game? I think so. I really do think that's going to happen again. Isaiah McKenzie having a 100-yard game, not a shocker to me. Gabriel Davis having a 100-yard game, not a shocker to me. So I can see that happening. Um, I think drafting every Buffalo receiver is going to be off the board, plus their tight end, right? There's not many teams where all three receivers are going to get drafted in their tight end and, be, and maybe be started uh, not for nothing, right? If you start enough receivers in that league, you're probably going to see Buffalo's entire core from QB to running back in someone's lineup. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, that goes, that says a lot about their receivers and their receiving core. Diggs is definitely a top 10 receiver, in my opinion. I'm not taking him really early. I like the teams that have to go to one receiver when I'm playing fantasy. I don't want that to be my team that I'm rooting for all year, but I like a team, again, like the Minnesota Vikings, who have to go to Thalian or they have to go to Jefferson, and there's not much after that. So I'm going to key on a team like that. I know Cooper Cup and Stafford have a relationship now. So, yes, I would take Cooper Cup any day of the week, no question about it. Um, so I'm looking for teams like that with my receivers. Um, the spreading out the games, again, Stefan Diggs could have a 220-yard receiving game. I'm not saying he can't. But it consistently having 100-yard games over 17 weeks with that receiving core, I don't think that's going to happen. So um, I'm going to pass on Diggs because, again, I have the number two pick. It's like if I don't take him with my first pick, I'm, I'm probably not going to see Stefan Diggs again. So we'll see what happens in our draft and how everything falls in a 12-team league. So, I mean, that's, you know, it, it, again, it depends on where you are and what pick you have. You're coming back in the second round, you pick a, a great for, uh, running back at the number eight or nine. Yeah, you pick up a Stephon Diggs. But for me, at number two, I'm not going to see him on the return, so I'm not going to have a shot at Stephon Diggs anyways. He, he's there with your second pick. Are you taking him right away? No. You're not taking him with your second pick either? No. So in second round, he comes back I to you? I don't think that. I don't. I can't see that happening half. But if he did, you would still That's pass. A tough question. I I can't say no that quick. I'm sorry. I thought you meant my second pick first round. Overall, no second you second round pick on the return. Yeah. Yep. Um. You know, I'd have to. I guess. Yep. Yes, I'd have to. I agree I, with you. I don't have a choice at that point. Yep. So uh, He's definitely worth it. A couple other guys. I know that this guy will be off the board. Beantown Bad Boy absolutely loves him. CD Lamb from Dallas. I mean, he come back. He was a little banged up. He's back full time. Uh, he did have. He did practice. CD Lamb gonna have a big season. Probably gonna be drafted a little earlier than I'd anticipate, but. I'll uh, I'll pass on Ceedee Lamb. I'll let somebody else take him at the uh, as the sixth overall wide receiver, especially where they have Tyreek Hill listed after him, Debo Samuel, and I mean, if you can call this man a sleeper, Taco. I mean, call him a sleeper. I don't know what you'll say, but they got listed with a thirty uh, ADP of thirty one. AJ Brown, I think, is going to have a monster year in Philly. Monster year, Taco. Your thoughts on AJ Brown going into thirty first pick overall and listed as the fourteenth bet wide receiver? I think that that's a great pick. And I'm going to give you one more, and then you break it down for me. The fifteenth uh, and listed as the thirty second overall pick, Terry McLaurin. I, I like both of those at those positions. If they're both there, you know. Come fourth round or something for me. I'm jumping all over them. Your thoughts? McLaren, I like. Um, I, I I think they're. Uh, he's a great receiver. I really I really do like him, and I think he's gonna be he's gonna be great this year. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, as Carson Wentz throwing to him, as we all know, um, I still think he's gonna have over a thousand yards, barely breaking a thousand yards this year. Probably not a ton of touchdowns. So he's kind of one of those guys that like you know he's on Washington. Uh, he's got Carson Wentz throwing to you. I mean, can you really, can you really risk a pick on that? Again, depends on where you're getting them and what we're talking about as far as uh, 
in the draft. You're concerned. I, I'd be concerned about that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, the only problem I have with AJ Brown is Jalen Hurts throwing to him. I, I have a, I have a tough time having confidence right now with Jalen Hurts. Um, I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the future. I just don't think this is going to be a huge passing year for Jalen Hurts. Um, the only, again, the only, you know, you look at the division and you're like, well, how the hell can you say that? I, the division's pretty weak. I mean, you could, you think you can have a few games. I, I just don't like him. I, I, I really don't like him as a quarterback, and I don't think he's going to be terrible, but I don't think he's going to be great. Um, A.J. Brown, I think, is going to suffer from him. But they, they have a great running game, too. So, I, you know, the, Philly's a tough team. Again, that eight and a half, over halfway, um, I think they can do that in that division. I really do. But we'll I'm not, I'm not, I don't have 100% confidence in Jalen Hurts right now, so A.J. Brown is, is not going to be on my list. I'd rather take their, uh, their got it as their tight end or something later because I think he's going to be dumping off to him a lot. Yep. One of the things I'm going to go here, Taco, I got a stay away order on a couple of uh, receivers that are, you know, even one that's in the top 10. I am staying away from Keenan Allen. I also do not like Michael Pittman Jr. I'm going to stay away from both of these guys. I mean, uh, Keenan Allen's listed at number nine. The man, I, I feel like he's always hurt, Taco. I really do. I understand he's in a prolific offense with a lot of people that can go ahead and catch the ball. I am not a big fan of Keenan Allen. Also, Pittman Jr. in, Indi- in Indianapolis, I don't know know how that offense is gonna go i'm thinking that's gonna be a run first offense and i just don't have the confidence i mean i just don't think they can spread that ball around enough with how much tail is gonna get the ball i want to know what your thoughts are here on two stayaways, and then i'm gonna give you some sleepers and is there anyone taco you're staying away from at the wide receiver position uh, right now, wide receivers open, and that's only because we don't go as deep as we do with running backs, right? There's a lot of wide receivers out there. There's a lot of people that can fill that spot. I mean, you can put a two, three receiver on some teams, and you're going to get just as good. Um, you know, again, football's a crapshoot every week. Uh, you can put your best team out there, and a lot of people like Derrick Henry could not score a touchdown one week. I'm sure it's happened. Um, so, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough with the football. We have one week where every other sport, you know, you have many games to uh, win a week. Yep, so, so you got to uh, make the that, right that choice. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. I disagree with you on both of those. I love Keenan Allen. Um, again, if he stays healthy, fine. If he doesn't, he's still going to have a good year. I love Keenan Allen in that offense. I love Pittman in that offense. Are you kidding me? That's a great pick in Pittman as a wide receiver in Indy. And actually, their third wide receiver is one of my sleepers in Alec Pierce. I think he's going to be freaking phenomenal. Um, I think Matt Ryan loves to use, loves to throw the ball. I think this step up, I mean, is just incredible. Um, again, I think um, both of those receivers are going to have big years, definitely over a thousand yards, depending on, like you said, where the touchdown passes go. I still think to Keenan Allen, if he stays healthy and plays a full year, it's over ten touchdowns, easy. Um, with, with Herbert, you think he's playing a full year, Taco? I mean, you don't think he's yeah, going to miss any games? I do. Okay. I don't have a problem with that because he has a lot of relief pressure with Mike Williams there and Eckler taking some of the heat. Um, but yeah, you know, Hap, again, like I said, everybody is injury prone in the NFL. I'm sorry, you're going into a, a ridiculously um, oversized um, people, human beings on the planet Earth, going against them. <laughs> one-on-one i mean everyone is injury prone in the nfl one you know how many times have we said one hit with that qb that season's over for them i mean it happens all the time you know and and different people get hurt every year you can't predict that you just gotta go what you think in your draft and uh come come away with you know hopefully you get some luck as the draft goes on i mean that's what it comes down to 
But I I really love Pittman and I love Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is one of my favorite receivers with Herbert as at the helm. No doubt about it. I love him. So before I give you any sleepers here, Taco, because I got a couple that I got to put out there, guys I'm targeting in drafts. Do you have anyone at the wide receiver position that you actually are targeting as a sleeper a little bit later on? I'm not saying give me, you know, somebody down at like the 50th or 60th wide receiver, but is there a wide receiver, a big name out there you think is slipping down where you're going to go ahead and try to scoop him up a little early? Well, one is Alec Pierce, who I mentioned, uh, 53rd overall pick, second round pick, 53rd overall out of Cincy. I think he's a great pick in India. I think they're going to spread the ball out a lot. But another sleeper, believe it or not, is Mooney from the Bears, man. I mean, this guy had 81 receptions and 1,000 yards last year, and no one even knows his name. Uh, Mooney is a great sleeper pick. Late Again, picking up late. I'm not saying even in the first 10 rounds. But Mooney's going to be hanging out there. Um, he only had four touchdowns. Chicago Bears don't score a ton of touchdowns. He has Justin Fields throwing to him. But that's his main receiver. That's his guy. Um, so he loved Moody last year. I like him as a, as a late rounder. Again, 81 receptions, not too shabby on a crappy passing team and 1,005 yards. Um, so I'm taking Mooney. Uh, and Alec Pierce is my, my rookie sleeper this year. I really think he's going to have a bomb year. ADP of 50 for Mooney, by the way. Uh, that's that's there you know you you, you're looking about the fourth fifth round for him if you want to you know go ahead and snag him up. Um, well, a couple people here now. This isn't exactly a sleeper taco, but I love the connection from college. I love Jalen Waddle. I am targeting him in every fantasy league. If I can get my hands on Waddle, I'm taking him everywhere. Uh, he's listed as the 16th best uh, wide receiver. I have no problem if if that if it falls that way and Jalen Waddle is my number one wide receiver, I am okay with it. I believe that he is gonna have a monster year. Also, DK Metcalf slipping big down to 22nd uh best. Also and, and I mean Taco, I, right around that same area is Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown going to Arizona, gonna be the number one over there for a little bit. So let's see how Hollywood Brown does. I wouldn't shy away from him. Um one other one, one other name I'm gonna throw out there. I got Mr. Three P's asking about Michael Thomas making a comeback. Uh, some of the best hands in the NFL. I mean, I, oh, first off, I gave you two sleepers there, Taco. I want your opinion on them. Michael Thomas, are you going to take him anywhere? He's going as the 25th best wide receiver, which means he's a starter. Uh, he worries me with the injury history, but on top of that, Taco, your thoughts on my sleepers, your thoughts on Michael Thomas, and then I got one last little group that I got to throw to you. What are your thoughts on those guys? Well, let's start with the New Orleans Saints and Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, Winston's was hurt last year. Thomas has been hurt. That connection has to save Michael Thomas, in my opinion, to have anything of a year. Uh, not a lot of protection over there besides Kamari, Chavis Landry, and I don't even know who their third wide receiver is right now. Olave might be. Uh, they have um, what you call a Callaway over there. So Callaway, we'll see what happens over there. I don't like Michael Thomas because it's not Drew Brees anymore. Let's not forget that. Uh, Michael Thomas lost a little bit of value when you drop a Drew Brees in his prime uh, to Jamison Winston. Um, I don't care if he stays healthy. Um, Beantown, you know, I, I, he's hurt again. There you go. Beantown's telling us he's hurt again. But uh, I think that's going to be the year he has. Um, but I just don't think he's going to be a great uh, productive person whatsoever. Um, in my opinion, again, everyone else has their own opinion. If you're a New Orleans fan, I'm not knocking you. Just Michael Thomas to Jameis Winston is just not the same thing as Drew Brees to Michael Thomas. Yep. Um, as far as Jalen Waddle, like you said, not much. Of a, I love the guy. I love him. I love. I love the guy. I think getting uh, uh, what you mean Hill is going to help him out even more, right? Of course, he's going to be uh, take that less coverage, of course. 
Um, and, and, and he's got the speed that, no, not the speed that Hill has, because no one on the planet Earth has the speed that Hill has. But he's got some speed. He can beat some defenders. I think he's going to get the secondary or the third guy. Um, and the defense covering him, where you're going to have to put number one on Hill all the time, that is going to open up a lot for Waddle. I think he's going to have a big year as long as Tua uh, can get it to him. And yep. that's the big that's the big deal. I know he looked good last year. You look good at Alabama. Coming in. Well, who does right now, if, you, if I had to say, who is Miami going into the season like we thought going into the MLB season with the Detroit Tigers? I swear to God, everyone is on Miami right now. I, everyone is I on like Miami. Miami. They love Miami. I happened I before everyone was on Detroit Tigers. They were like, we're gonna take that over. I think they're gonna be good. Yeah, look at them now. Yeah. They're the worst team in the MLB. They are awful. Um, I don't think Miami's gonna be as good as everyone thinks. I'm sorry. Uh, a couple guys here that I got to throw out, Taco, and I I'll see your thoughts on them. I mean, these guys are listed low. Taco, I mean, you can actually take a, take a flyer on a guy like Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay 30th-ranked uh, wide receiver. I love Godwin. Smith-Schuster goes to Kansas City. I got a feeling that he's going to see some balls with uh, – with the hill out of there, I like Juju there. Also, uh, big free agent signing was, uh, you know, uh, Christian Kirk for Jacksonville. I think you're going to see some good numbers out of him. Like I said, I'm not I'm not thinking they're a doormat anymore. And uh, Taco, you mentioned Thielen. He's 34, 35. Hunter Renfro. Taco. Crazy. Thielen was going in the top of the drafts a couple of years ago, remember? Yeah, still got great numbers, Taco. I I'm going to say taking a stab on any of them is, is plenty fine, especially for a second wide receiver, but you could do a lot worse than Hunter Renfro at the 35th best wide receiver, Taco. That is not so bad. No, not so bad at all. Again, uh, there's so much talent at the wide receiver position in fantasy that these guys, you're still going to have some picks, so be very careful. Uh, and in your drafts, and I would just, you know, go running back QB first, and there's plenty of receivers out there. That's why it's so tough to take Justin Jefferson where he's predicted to go. Is he unbelievable? Yeah, I love him. Um, I think he's one of the best receivers out there. Or if you like Diggs, uh, you know, uh, whoever you like up there, it's tough to take that number one receiver and let running backs go, especially in a 12-team league, again, where you don't get another pick for 24, 23 picks. So that's tough. I mean, it, it's tough to let uh, someone go when you're in the top, you know, the top tier or the bottom tier of the draft, the one, two, three, or the, you know, the nine, 10, or what is it? 10, 11, 12. Yep. So you're not going to see players on your next time around. You know, at least if you're in the middle of the draft, you might see some of these players come and go. You can take a flyer on one um, and you'll get the same pick if you're number six on the way back, but it, it's going to be tough. And I think there's a lot more talented um, wide receiver Again, wide receivers going out there day after week after week, it's a crapshoot. I mean, yeah, you have top receivers that don't do well every week. Uh, they have a nemesis. They just can't play well, you know, against a certain team for whatever reason. A division rival is always lower scoring than if, if Green Bay and Minnesota play. Uh, Minnesota could suck and Green Bay could be great. And for some reason, they have a great game. All the Patriots in Buffalo, Patriots in Miami, we've seen that a million times, right, Hap? Yep. The Patriots in Miami over the years, I mean, not now. Um, uh, you know, it, they always gave the Patriots, for whatever reason, a tough run for their money. Um, so, you know, it, it, and numbers go down because of that. Tough. So it, it, it's tough in, in picking receivers. You know, you're running back, you know pretty much that, you know, certain running backs like Henry, Eckler, uh, all the top name running backs are going to get so many carries a game, right? Uh, you just hope they get in the end zone once or twice for you, and that's huge. But receivers are a crapshoot on touchdowns. I'm sorry. Who's open? In the, if, you're Tom, if, you have, if you're a receiver and you're Tom Brady, I mean, if Tom Brady's your quarterback and you have one of his uh, Tampa Bay's receivers, you have no freaking clue. That guy will throw to nine different receivers in a game. You have no idea where he's going ever. 
Well, so, uh, that, you know, that's the tough thing about picking receivers, but there's a lot of good ones out there this year. Don't you and Mr. Three Piece just threw me a nice lob pitch tackle. Uh, you said Tom Brady. Tom Brady got a new target. Julio Jones listed as the 176 pick overall, ADP of 176 for Julio Jones. That means he's going to be there as a snoozer. I like Julio Jones later in drafts, and also right above him, Devontae Parker at 136. I enjoy that pick, and I think that he's going to have a big year for New England. Either one of those guys going to be on your board? Julio Jones, absolutely not. I'm I'm done with him. Imagine where he's gone from again, top receiver to, you know, maybe again we discussed that um, the offensive line in Tampa Bay. I have to see them come out and play a few, few weeks before I have any faith in them. Uh, Tom needs the time. As long as he gets the time, anyone could be a good receiver on Tampa Bay. I mean, yeah, take a flyer on him. I guess I'm not um, Devontae Parker. I would take a flyer on. I think he's going to be a big part of the New England offense. I think he's going to have a couple big games. You know, not again. A flyer means you know later in the round. Yeah, this guy. One hundred seventy-six pick. <laughs> yeah, this guy could have some big games for um, the New England Patriots to be consistent. No, of course we're not going to take either one of those to be consistent. But both of them could have some bigger games. I'm definitely taking Devontae Parker over Julio Jones. I, Julio Jones is not on my list. All right, guys. Uh, Marcus Valdez, Scantlin, and Kansas City could be another one. He's always a deep threat. You keep your eyes peeled, guys. We're going to be talking a lot more fantasy on Wednesday nights on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network. Also, Happy Hour Social Club, guys.com, and Happy Hour SC on Twitch TV, guys. We're going to take a brief break. we got to touch a tight end. That's Tacos. Uh, I mean, that's his favorite. So we're going to touch on tight end when we come back. And then we're going to, guys, we're going to kick it. We're going to let the uh, podcast peeps go and we got we still got uh taco trivia time and marbles coming up guys do me a favor what we're gonna do we're gonna take this brief break i, I mean pff, our quickest of the day we're coming back right after this brief message ladies and gents Hour is being brought to you free of charge by our friends at MLO Shoes. MLO is the official footwear company of the Happy Hour Social Club. If you know King Hap, he's very serious about his sneakers. MLO not only has the looks and comfort he demands, but also is affordably priced and can fit anyone's budget. But as always, King Hap has your back. Promo code King Hap will save you an additional 10% off all regular and sale prices. Get over to mlo.choose.com and you could look like a million bucks and spend well under $100. Again, promo code KINGHAP will save you an additional 10% off all purchases. And now, back to a man we all know. Always looking like a million bucks, our host of the happy hour, KINGHAP. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, MLOshoes.com, promo code King App. Save 10% off regular and sale prices. I'll tell you what, guys. You want to look You want to look great? I mean, you could spend $400 on a pair of Yeezys, or you can smash these out your boy King Hap, only wearing one as we speak, because as you all know, ladies and gentlemen, still coming back from Ankle Gate. Can't wait to put two sneakers on. It has been a while, Taco. Taco. <laughs> I mean, you know that I don't. I don't know much about putting one foot in front of the other without hurting myself. But if I'm, if you're gonna, you're gonna want to wear some MLO shoes. I know that you, uh, you're a big fan. But hey, use promo code King Hat, guys. Let them know. Taco, 
I, I, real quick, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you uh, real quick. We'll handle a couple before we get to tight end. Let me help you with kickers. Take anybody. That is the biggest crapshoot, ladies there and gentlemen. Take anybody for a kicker. I ain't even trying to get funny with you. I mean, of course, there are some better ones. Justin Tucker. Um, Harrison Buckter, I mean, Taco, as you go, basically the way I do it is I pick a team I watch a lot and I grab their kicker. That's the truth because, guys, you take I take a kicker later on unless I can go ahead and land one of the, you know, Justin Tucker. I'll take him before the run on kickers go. I mean, Taco, you don't really uh, put a lot into your uh, kicker, do you? Oh, God, no. Yep. I don't think anyone in this chat room or anywhere on the planet Earth puts anything into their kicker. It's what av- what's available late in the rounds, like you mentioned. Who's out there? Take a fly. I mean, there are some. Don't, don't get me wrong. Look, there are some people out there like, wow, he just took a kicker. Can you believe it happened? That leaves one more guy out there for us that, that we can choose from. And we love every minute of it when it happens. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not, I might take a kick with my last round pick, honestly. And, and not joking, guys, just so you know, I, I would I would give you a breakdown of him. Like I said, if you don't get Justin Tucker, you don't get Bucta. I mean, he's not even listed as number one. Uh, McManus, maybe. But it, as it goes, Taco, they're listed. Average draft position right now for these kids, uh, the top kickers, 151, 152, 153, 154, 155, 156, 157, 158. So, just so you know, a lot of people agree with us on this one. So, I'm just not even going to spend any more time talking about kickers. We got to get the tight end. Go for the crappy teams. Take their pick up. Take their take kick it. Yeah, I can't even speak right now. But I know. You know. You know they're not going to get in the end zone. They're going to kick the three. So take all the crappy teams kickers. You'll get a lot of points. Well, when you go when you're looking in a PPR taco, uh, the number one overall tight end is is I mean, put it this way: if you're looking at standard uh, league formats, the number <laughs> one. Two. <laughs> the one, the number one tight end is Mark Andrews in a uh, standard. It says I am fading Mark Andrews. Number one in a PPR is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, I like a lot. Um, I go ahead and I put injury history aside. I put uh, George Kittle above above Andrews. I also like Waller above Andrews, but. Person I'm targeting most in leagues right now is Kyle Pitts, Atlanta's uh, tight end. This man has leaping ability, hands, can jump for days, and on a team that's going to lose a lot of ball games, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Taco, I like Pitts this year. Your thoughts? See, I'm going the opposite of you. It's funny you picked Pitts. It really is funny. I I think he. I mean, you got Mariota throwing to you, bro. Yep. Uh, Matt Ryan and Mariota is a big drop. Um, Matt Ryan made Pitts look great last year. A thousand yards as a rookie. I, mean, I think Pitts look good last year because it's Pitts. Huge, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, whatever. I think, I think um, him throwing to him made it a big difference. I mean, and that's exactly why I'm going <laughs> with Mole Alley Cox, the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. If you can make a rookie look that good in one year, why not take a second, third year guy and make him look just as good? I can't take pits with Marcus Mariota and seriously pick pits with him throwing them. I'm sorry, Hap. It's not like they have a lot of anything, um, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, as far as any, anything, they don't have anything. They have no good passing game. They don't have a great running game. What's going to open it up for them? Do you even know who their number one receiver is right now? Let me let me tell you this, though. London. <laughs> he won't even get drafted. Let me just tell you this, though. They will... I mean, Atlanta will be playing from behind the entire season, I believe, which means that there's going to be a lot of throwing going on. I think Marriott is going to have decent numbers. I would not take him except for an absolute emergency. But, Taco, I'm going to tell you what. 
There's going to be weeks that Mariota will win um, daily fantasy for people. But I'm going to tell you this. I like Pitts. I like his athleticism. I like that he can jump. I like that he has big, good hands. His yards after the catch ain't so bad. This is a team's going to be playing from behind a lot and throwing the ball an awful lot, in my opinion. So what I'm going to say is, I mean, I'm not. You can't really call Pitts a sleeper. He's listed as number three. I say he's probably the number one overall tight end. Him and Kelsey, in my opinion, Kelsey's going to be getting a lot of double teams now. I mean, he's got losing Tyree Kill is going to you know close up that offense a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I end up with Travis Kelsey. I'll be quite pleased. But Kelsey Pitts. Kittle, Walla, then Andrews, in my opinion, even though the experts have uh, Andrews listed as number one overall in a standard format. If you have, uh, who are you going for and who are you fading at the tight end position? You know, depending on your league and how your tight ends are, are, uh, are scored, this is a great position to sit back on. I don't think there's going to be that many great tight ends out there. Again, I, I think Pitts is going to be taken off the board, and I'm going to be happy when I see him go really high. Love Schultz, three-piece. Good call. Love him. I love – he had a Big great season. year last year. One of the reasons he, I won it all. He's definitely definitely a great, great tight end. I love him. I like him way more than Pitts. Let's put it that way. Again, if Matt Ryan's throwing a Pitts, I'd go with him. Um, even when Matt Ryan's throwing to him, what do you have, one touchdown last year or something like that? So, I mean, how much more can you expect out of him with Marcus Mariota throwing you? Breakout, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all over Mo Alley-Cox. Again, a, a, a position I can sit back on, let everyone take their tight ends early, and I'll sit back and take a guy that's probably going to get a few passes. Um, there's not going to be a lot. I mean, you could say Kelsey's going to be double-teamed. What the hell is Pitts going to be? Triple-teamed? There's no one else to cover on the entire team. But when you got to throw uh, the so whole game, if you think if you if you think Kelsey's going to be double teamed, you must think Pitts is going to be triple teamed. Well, um, because there's literally no other receiver on that team that's worth anything. If Drake London becomes something, then I'm sorry, I was wrong. What can I say? Um, but I don't think anything else on Atlanta is worth covering. Um, so I think it's going to be tough to get the ball to Pitts uh, personally. Where on a team like Indianapolis, and they have a lot of talent, a lot of room to spread the ball. Uh, this guy is going to uh, Mo Alley is going to come out and have a great year this year. No question about it. I love him. Uh, one of the so, things that one of the things that uh, Beantown so, said so, is that so. Schultz will be a sleeper. Just so you know, he's projected to go as the sixth overall sleeper. tight end, and he's going to be drafted seventy seventh. This is ADP right now, Taco. To me, that's that's a early for Schultz. I like Schultz. I, I grabbed him last year, and he he saved my season. He helped me win two titles last year. I had him in both leagues. Guy was di- dynamite. Um, Dallas got it in Philly. I think it's going to have a big year as well. You could go all, you could do a lot worse than Dallas got it. Pat Fryermuth. Also, I, if the quarterback turns out and and tackle, I, I got to say this. Let me just preface this. I'm going off the fact that I think Pickett is going to be the Pittsburgh quarterback. If he is, I think Fryermuth turns into a great security blanket for him. I think you see Harris having a big year. I think Fryermuth also has a monster season. Should Pickett get that ball because he's a prolific passer, as you see. Pitt, pit he broke all Dan Marino's records ladies and gentlemen I see big things for Kenny Pickett in the NFL also Deontay Johnson I mean you are gonna uh, no one's even gonna be covering Fryamuth if you want to go on what we would say about the other guys about Pitts I mean when you look at Deontay Johnson he's gonna be double teamed you know you're thinking about they're gonna be stacking the box with Harris Fryamuth will be out there I think you're gonna see a good amount of touchdowns out of Fryamuth this year decent decent sleeper pick when you look at the fact that they think he's gonna be the 11th best tight end taco all right, good. And and to bring pocket pools, um, Hayden Hurst, I don't know. I'm on the bubble with him. 
I think I think uh, you know Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. They have a great offense, but they have too many they have too many options. Lots as well. of weapons. Uh, again, with Chase and Boyd and uh, Higgins, you know you got three great receivers over there. Peyton Hurst is probably his last option most of the time. Um, I do like him. If he was on a different team and in a tight end based system, I would really like uh, Hayden Hurst. What if I but told? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, what I if I told you that his? That. Uh, what if I told you Hayden Hurst ADP taco was one eighty six? You're talking like, like him. you wouldn't take him. I'd at, take a, I would definitely take him as a backup tight end. One eighty six. Yes. You're talking sixteen oh, rounds overall. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're over. Yeah. That's still. That's a ton. That's way down there. Yeah, I would take him. That's what Absolutely. I mean. Yeah, that's that's like sixteen well, rounds deep. Pool. I guess you and I will be going after him. You had, you had to mention him tonight, huh? Yep. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Miller in Chicago is going to have a stellar career before that knee injury. Says Cole Komet's good, but I mean, again, Justin Fields. Like I told you, I love Mooney. I I, I don't know. I, I I have a problem with Justin Fields right now. He's more of a late guy in my opinion. And uh, Taco, your sleeper Mo Ali Cox ADP right now two forty nine. That's deep. That's deeper than your belly button, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's big. That's I mean, you can get him almost the last round. Absolutely. I uh, might, you know, I could get him as a free agent, probably. You probably could. You're right, guys. We're gonna touch on it real quick. I know that uh, you know we're gonna then we're gonna you know we're gonna send off our friends on the Happy Hour King Hat Podcast. Taco. Uh, one of the things that we haven't touched on just yet is uh, team defense, and I mean there are some that are really great and some that are really bad, but. There is a big, big difference which separates them. If you're in a 12-team league, the top 12 defenses are all right. Um, Buffalo being the top defense overall, because you got to remember this is defense and special teams. I do like that. I would go ahead and say that they're number one overall. Um, the Saints, they have listed as number two. I got a feeling the Saints defense is going to spend too much time on the field. I'm fading the Saints listed by the experts at number two. Actually, We'll put them on the stay away list as well. I'm not taking the Saints. Um, the Green Bay Packers at number three. Uh, you know, week one against Minnesota. I don't really like that. I got a feeling Green Bay's defense is going to be lit up a bit. Uh, I'm going to stay away from Green Bay as well. Uh, Ravens. Ravens uh, four. I'll, I would take the Ravens. Also, the Buccaneers are right there. 49 is I do like. Cowboys, they always score a lot because they're, you know, always in shootouts. Your thoughts here on defense. Are you sleeping on the defense and letting it go, Taco? Or are you going to try to jump up and grab one of the best defenses available? I'm going to try to grab one of the better defenses available. Um, it's, a, it's a big category. It's a weird category, too, because it can really hurt you. Yes. Um, you know, I did, we played in leagues. I'm not sure if it's if our league is set up on this, but we played in leagues where you can get negative points. And that was killer. When you go up against, you know, an offense that gets 300-plus yards on you, you end up with negative points. I'm not sure if our league set up like this. I know we did this a few years ago. Um, but, you know, a defense could really hurt you. Where You know, it's different than a kicker. Um, you want your defense to be pretty good. Uh, the Patriots came out and had a great defensive squad last year, probably went real late um, in, the, uh, in the draft last year. And they were pretty good. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they they kind of faded off at the end. You know, Green Bay is another defense that Hap didn't mention that's pretty good this year. I love San Fran, Hap. You mentioned them, and that's one of my favorite defenses out there right now, in my opinion. Um, Buffalo's Buffalo. They get you know the, the good thing about Buffalo again is they welcome a lot of hot, wet, warm weather teams into their stadium, and that's definitely an advantage. For yes, them, you know? I mean no question about it. So I love their defense. That's a great defense to have, no question about it. My number two is San Fran. Uh, I like Green Bay again as a, as a top one, but there's a couple other defenses you can get out there late. My, that might surprise you, Mr. So, Three Ps. Um, 
Mr. Three Pieces is all like, over meat I like taco. I to get one early, though. My, How about my, you? Would you? You want to take one early? Are you going to take one early? Not early. Earlier yeah. than most. Earlier than that. most. I'm going to go ahead. I'm talking to the Los Angeles Rams. I had them in every league last year. They did me really well. They scored some points, Taco. They got pretty good uh, special teams as well. They shut people down, and you know what? They cause people to have to throw the ball a lot. When you got to throw the ball... Now, this also, again, depends on Stafford. Should the Rams... You know, should Stafford play, the Rams are going to score a lot of points, which means their opposition is going to need to throw the ball a lot. That opens up a lot of lanes for interceptions, fumbles, etc. And you know what? They're just that deep. Damn good taco. I am a big fan of Los Angeles Rams defense. They're rated number five overall. Um, to me, they're top like two or three. You, you know what happened? I, I love that defense, no doubt about it. But you know, we also forgot about the Chargers. Um, you know, they, they got a great defense now. Well, um, that's a defense that you probably weren't looking at the past few years. You know what I mean? Because they always gave up a lot of points, scored a lot of sacks points. are coming back in uh for the Chargers. They're coming, I'm telling you, they're gonna be. They, they're going to be, I think, a surprising because I don't think a lot of people are going to take them as a um, high option pick. Um, but the addition of Khalil Mack, they have J.C. Jackson, who they um, who they got from the Patriots, as we all know. Uh, he's been going through a little rough patch with the injury thing right now. Um, and they got Derwin James Jr. So I, I think that, again, I think San, oh, San Diego, I'm going to keep on saying it. Uh, their 3-4 defense in the chart, L.A. Chargers is going to be um, kind of like almost like a sleeper pick right there. Um, so I, I kind of like them. And one, they are listed right now as the number ten, the number ten overall uh, defense, which is unheard of for the Chargers. I mean, they're usually down around eighteen, nineteen because they're just in shootouts. For them to go ahead and add in some defense was a, a genius move in the offseason. Indianapolis Colts also in the top five, good defense. I like Indy. Uh, I, again, I do not love New Orleans. New England Patriots listed as number seven. No, thank you. Uh, Denver Broncos number eight, and the Cowboys, like I said, number nine. You know, I, I don't mind the. Cow- Cowboys, like I said, because of the shootout uh, differential where you do get a lot of uh, interceptions, they also, as their quarterbacks go drop back to pass, they get some sacks. If I have my choice, uh, a little later on, I'm going to go ahead and grab the Rams. If the Rams aren't available, I could do a lot worse than the Denver Broncos. I will be staying away from Green Bay, as previously stated. I do not like Green Bay. I do not, do not like the Saints defense at all. I think they got to spend too much time on the field, Taco. Uh, Do you agree or disagree with me on any of those? Green Bay, I completely disagree with you. Yeah. I think they're going to be they're going to have a decent defense, no we'll question see. about it. New Orleans, you might have a good point there. Um, can their defense keep them in a lot of games? Sure, if they play stellar, uh, they're on a lot of lists for the top five, whether it's two, three, four, five, whatever list you're using. Um, but yeah, I, I I have a little doubts in, in New Orleans defense as well because, like Happy said, if you're on the field, no matter how good you are, if you're on the field for a long time. Uh, it's not going to work for you. And that all depends on how Winston Thomas can connect, how both of them can stay healthy, how everything has to work perfect for New Orleans to be a good team this year, in my opinion. I just I don't see them in any bets or any – any. Um, I, I don't even like Magic Kamara, another guy that we're just going to look by and look past, you know what I mean, this year. Um, but, you know, you're going to probably get him pretty late, and he's going to probably be the bulk of their offense, no matter who's queuing, no matter what's going on. Kamara's going to touch the ball a lot. Um, so that's a guy that, of course, you're going to keep keep in mind later in the rounds. But, no, I'm not taking New Orleans defense, bro. 
um, and Green Bay, I love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do, we're going to say goodbye to our friends on the Happy Hour King Hat Podcast for the Fantasy Football Preview. We are coming back on the Lenny Melnick Fantasy Network and also on Twitch TV for Taco Trivia Time and Marbles. Guys, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you want to be part of us, join us live on the happyhoursocialclub.com. Also, join us on Happy Hour, uh, Happy Hour on Twitch TV, Happy Hour SC, guys. We hope to see you over there. Tune in. Give us some love on a daily basis. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat room, stick around we have ourselves coming up right after this little bit of abyss we have ourselves taco trivia time and marbles good night everybody on the podcast we love you so much we will see you next time (laughs) yeah Yeah. a best happy hour gentlemen everybody's getting all confused and i'll tell you what guys we appreciate you guys we had to go ahead and record that for the happy hour king hat podcast guys and and that'll be available to, uh, tomorrow at all platforms guys should you want to listen to the happy eye should you have missed anything any positional breakdowns myself and talk will be available guys we you know hey they need some fantasy tips as well we can't just save them off of the lenny melnick fantasy network right taco absolutely not man it goes around it goes around for everybody <laughs> our great tips Hopefully, hopefully between the both of us, one of us picks something good. So uh, we'll get a little credit next year. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I, Taco, I'm excited. Everybody in the chat room is excited. People are confused. I'm getting all kinds of text messages. This is an opportunity. People might have logged out, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a great opportunity for win some swag. We are going to do Taco Trivia Time coming up right now for a uh, booster. And then it's marbles, ladies and gentlemen. Glad, glad, glad to be giving away some swag. Taco, your thoughts on this here. You got us a little uh, something, something? We always love giving away swag, kid. Are you kidding me? Taco Trivia Time. Absolutely looking forward to it. Taco Trivia Time is being brought to you by the Maui Farmers. Ladies and gentlemen, MauiFarmer.com, promo code KINGAP. Save 15% site-wide. I'll tell you what, I take it every night before bed. Sunset, I love it. Maui Sunset, guys, smash it out. All organic, grown in Maui. And I'll tell you what, they love the happy hour social club. Promo code KINGAP, save you 15% site-wide. Taco, let's give away some swag, goddammit. What do you got for Trivia Time? All right, here you go, boys and girls. This should be an easy one for you. Babe Ruth, of course, has the most two home run games, also the most multi-home run games, if you can put more than two home runs. But who is second in two home run games? Babe Ruth has 70. Who is second with 67? 
two home run games. Ooh, look at that. That was a great guess. That is three piece. I hope he has a couple more. I got to tell you, they are good guesses, but not right. But I'll tell you Um, what. Uh, it's never been so confused. I keep getting these so, text messages. You know what? Let, let's do this. First round overall. Who are you yep. picking? Fantasy football. Good job, Mr. 3Ps. That's who it is. Bar- Mr. Barry Bond, of course, with 67. I like A-Rod. I like the A-Rod guess. games, 71 multi. One behind. A-Rod was my guess. A-Rod was definitely my guess. A-Rod was obviously a great guess. Yep. Uh, I Taco, if my first pick overall is going to depend on, I mean, I am drafting, I believe, 11th. Uh, I'd have to double check. No, 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 not never not. Let's pretend you got first round pick. Oh, first overall? First, yeah, you, there's no depends on nothing. This is you have the open board. 100% open, 100% first round pick. Who you take? Antonio Gibson. Yeah, no, you're not. No, I know. He's going to have a bust year, by the way. I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, if I have the first pick overall, I'm probably going to either go, with, and I know this is going to sound crazy, I'm either going to go with Taylor or Henry if I had the first pick overall. I know Henry's projected to go a little later on, but if you have the first pick or roll, my he- top two, Henry you ain't getting back to you. Exclamation Nail point play, head. ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you why, Taco. Henry ain't getting back to you, and the worst part about it, right, if you don't get Henry, someone else is going to beat you with him. That's kind of how I feel. If Henry don't get hurt, he's going to destroy you if you don't take him. And... If he gets to me at 11, thank you. You know what I mean? Thanks. I'm protecting no, him. In that's one- not. You, could, you might have him get to you at 11 in a lot of other drafts, but that's definitely not happening on the happy hour. Draft. <laughs> that's damn sure. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you. Um, tough to give. Tough to look, overlook Eckler, but he just doesn't have enough 100-yard gains, 100-yard uh, rushing yards for me. Um, you can find receiving touchdowns in your receivers. I'm not saying he's a bad back out of the field. That's great. That's a bonus. Bah, bah, bah but I can get the receiving yard somewhere else. Um, Henry is going to double uh, most of the time, double, you know, barring, you know, knock on wood, barring he comes back as Derrick Henry. He's going to double Eckler's rushing yards almost every game. Uh, he's going to, you know, there's going to be his games where he gets 70, 60, 70 yards. It's going to be rare, but um, it happens. Um, so I think uh, he's number one. Your, your, your number one is a QB, Mr. Three Piece. Is that what you're saying? I don't blame him. There's some good. If you can get if you can get a good quarterback at number one, that's, that's you could do a lot worse. I'm just telling you, Jonathan Taylor. Wow. Oof. Oof. No, no, he's asking. First round, oh. yes. First pick overall, no. Taking him as your number one pick. First round QB. That's a good question, Half. Who you got there? First, my first overall quarterback. If I can take him, is going to be uh, Allen. I'm on Allen. I like Allen this year. I think Allen's going to have an even better year than he did last year, Taco. Also, I mean, I like Herbert better than I like um, Mahomes, but, uh, you know, I would let it slide at that point, and I would think about I would consider going with somebody, you know, letting that go if I don't get one of the top two quarterbacks. That's my opinion. If I don't get one of the top two, I'm going to let it go, and I'm going to grab it a little later. But a minute left, guys, if you want to join Marbles, exclamation point play, guys. Everybody jump on in. We have happy hour swag, faux days. Even if you want to get one of these brand new hats ladies and gentlemen boom the new happy hour hat these come in blue and black and gray blue and white black and gray ladies and gentlemen should you want one of these new lids let us know beantown bad boy ship it to you uh 20 bucks shipped to your door taco how you like that love it love the color i love the new look um looking forward to getting one in the mail uh Keep looking and looking. Oh, hand delivered. Beantown never sends me anything. We were, it's people. the envelopes, Taco. There's an envelope shortage. The you envelope, told you. Yeah, the envelopes, the stamps, the postage, the this, the that. My leg, my foot, my ankle. If I hear another excuse out of you, seriously, 
That's all right. We'll see each other in a couple of weeks, a few weeks. So I hope so, man. I hope I see you real soon. Bottle open a rocks, by the oh, way. I love it. Booked. The hell. <laughs> ah, taco, taco, taco. Anyways, I was going to say, man, one of the things here I'm looking at, thanks again for the awesome swag. We appreciate you, Pocket Pool. I appreciate everyone here. Uh, Batista610 jumped in. I see Sunny DTJ is up there. We have five seconds, and Marbles is kicking off, Taco. Are you ready? Come on, how about you boys and girls in the chat room? Number one pick overall in your fantasy football league. If you get that pick, who are you picking? Come on, Pocket, Mr. Three Peas, Bean Town. Uh, Batista, who are you guys picking? You know, Joe Rosillo, Silva. Who do you guys want as number one pick overall? You're taking Allen as your number one pick overall. I don't mind. I don't mind Allen. I like him as my quarterback, but if he doesn't. I'm going to be honest with you, three Ps. I mind it, but all right. Look at this. Looks like Pocket Pool's up there right now. Tony Duckett's up there. Your boy, King Hap, the Marbles Messiah. Kicking an ass, King Hap. I love it. Get going. He reveals his ingredients. You're not number one, so just give it to us. Will you please? A good crew chief, a good, I mean, a good, a good chef. chef. Never, I was going to say Never the crew break. chief. I was going to talk about a NAS, I was going to make a NASCAR thing there. But a lot of fun, Farkas. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. You know, that that's, you know, my grandmother used to do that taco. She gave you a recipe. She'd leave out three ingredients. So it was never as good as hers. You know what I'm saying? That's how those, yeah. that's how that goes. Cook, I like Cook. I like Taylor. Oh, oh. Uh, Minnesota is too much. Oh, Sunny DTJ like and Batista. Oh, tough break. Look at that. Jacko USMC gets there. Uh, Taco, Joey Pines. Joey Pines, I got a little something for you. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Joey Pines win. I got something for Joey Pines. I got something for three peas. My goodness, I got these packages ready to ship. I need one of them to win, Taco. Let's see what happens. Diggs, Wait, I like this. lead for real? Ta- no. Nope. So. Sunny D with a comeback. All of a sudden, Parker Pool, what do you get, the, the burst? He came out of nowhere. Who got the booster? Taco? No, La- I didn't get the. Did I win one? Get Ladies out. and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. That oh. might be my, like, second win in two years. That <laughs> usually has me off the board by the first turn. <laughs> I uh, won one, boy. Come on, what was the last time you said that, Parker Pool? Actually. Like, ever. Have you ever said it? I don't think you've ever said it. Wait a minute. That one long before you started. That's crazy. Taco. I'll take it, baby. Taco. I, get? I, got, I, I got breaking news. Wait a minute. I got breaking news coming from the truck. Ant just told mm-hmm. me that Marbles is under review, and it's being yeah. up. It has been. It's been overthrown. Ladies and gentlemen, We this week's t- Ant just told me that this is under review. We think Taco's on PEDs. His marble was on the juice. I don't know, Taco. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> You've been suspended for three weeks, brother, with uh, Marbles. 60-game <laughs> suspension. You're out. Guys, I'm having I'll so much fun. Win, bro. I'll take the win. No doubt, no doubt. I'm having so much fun. I'll tell you, Taco, this we didn't get this in on the podcast, but hey, you know it's that time of the night, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it is last call. Get your booze ready because it is draft season. Ladies and gentlemen, last call is always being brought to you by... Clearwater Distillery and Pocket Pool. Clearwater Distillery is the official top shelf alcohol of the Happy Hour Social Club, and it is the most delicious small batch alcohol on planet Earth today. You get on over to uh, clearwaterdistillery.com. Use promo code KINGAB. Save 10% site-wide, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what, Taco. I love Clearwater Distillery, and I'll tell you what, we got big news coming from. I'm trying to get uh, trying to get a time down where Matt O'Clair can get back on it. Tell us what's in the pipeline. We have our uh, the big drop of the vodka. We got some other things coming out of the pipeline. Also, investors are being taken, Taco. We're growing here at Clearwater. It's last call. What do you got? 
first of all, Clearwater is exceptional. It's one of the best I've drinking. Um, a great small batch community. I love every minute of it. Only Joseph reason he asked me this house, it. by the way. Josephine, go get it. But uh, guys, thank you so much. It was so much fun talking to you guys and uh, you know and shooting the shit with you guys and, and getting your picks and who you guys like, even though fucking refuses to reveal anything. Uh, like we remember anything by the time the draft comes, anyways. Fucking don't worry about half and I. But guys, good show? luck in your drafts. Uh, a lot of drafts coming up. A lot of people, you know, it's high. It's that time of the year. It's a lot of fun. Get together with your friends, have a few beers, draft a few football players. Nothing like it. But all I can do uh, in, in leaving you right now is say Jonathan Taylor should be your number one pick. No questions asked. Should be your number one pick. Think how good he do with Carson Wentz. Uh, so hopefully it's an upgrade in QB, and that's going to open up the run game even more. So let's go, Mr. Jonathan Taylor. That's my pick. I uh, love you guys. Appreciate all you do for us. Of course, we'll be here tomorrow night, baby, 8 o'clock. We hope to see you then. If not, have a great weekend, boys and girls, and have a drink on the happy hour. Yeah, guys, uh, just a quick one here, a little something for last call. Um, Vanessa Bryant today awarded $16 million for the people taking those crap photographs of the crash, the L.A. Uh, PD and the L.A. County sheriffs taking those pictures of the crash and going ahead and selling those off to uh, you know TMZ and stuff. Good for her. Shame on you guys for doing that. The man just cooked. The man and, the, and his child just cooked in a uh, helicopter crash tackle. I don't love that those pitches got out. And I can tell you what. Good for her. She got that sixteen million dollars. Not like she needs it, but I'll tell you what, Taco. They deserve to pay. Yep. All on principle. Also, congratulations to Sarah Nurse becoming the first woman on the cover of the EA NHL game. Congratulations. I love hearing stories like that. And another thing I love is I love all of you guys. I can't thank you guys enough for being here. Not only tonight did you get to hear Abyss version 3, but Taco, what the hell, man? We might as well get another uh, updated. You might as well get another Abyss song, right? I mean, hey, it's been a minute, right? Absolutely. What the hell? Two in a night, bro? Boom. Awesome. It's been a while. Johnny, love you, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, it is time. Abyss version one, the happy hour, the one that started it all. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. See you tomorrow night. The sports spin. Boom. Yeah. Abyss. Abyss at pop.com. Happy hour. It's the happy hour. It's a short shot. This spot. Getting on your sports talk. From these hand-picked monsters So, don't sleep, take a no-nose He's got the word on the street From chokeholds to pro bowls So, where you going for your sports talk Right here, got it all locked So snap your door, stop Happy hour Dealing with some sports fans Happy hour